Hey there, fellow watchers. It's that time of the week again. It's Born to Watch, and we've got a cracker this evening. It was 2008. I was a lowly video shop owner, as was one of my co-hosts. I got a message from a very good friend of the podcast, one Adam Grant Goober. And he went something like this. I've just seen Taken. You're going to need 50 copies of this fucking movie for the video shop. And with that simple sentence, the legend that has to become Taken was born. Tonight we take a trip to Paris and watch all hell break loose. As a father, this movie resonated with me instantly. The premise, child is kidnapped, father springs into action. But as an 80s and 90s kid, it was the unadulterated action that filled my heart with joy. As this movie was something that we had not seen for almost two decades. G-Man, welcome to Taken. Good evening, boys. Great to be here again. Yes, Paris. Pretty dangerous place, apparently. Apparently so, very yeah. dangerous. But not if you have a handy dad. No, well, they kidnapped the wrong person, there's oh, no well, doubt. There's, there's, Out of all the millions of people. Revenge will come. Yeah. Damo, welcome again. Yes, Becoming thank you. quite the... Regular. Than, regular, more than visitor to the podcast. Well, that, you know, this is three in a row. Is, is. That, is that a hat trick? Is it a turkey? What is it? It is a, it is, it's something. Yeah, I'm sure there's is, some sort of. I think we. Did you start is, leaving a toothbrush? <laughs> well, oh, I, I did notice there were some tampons on the, <laughs> on the counter. Yeah, they're mine. Yeah. <laughs> Sprung. Uh, now, I, I, just before you start. Yeah. I think this is your 10th episode. I think oh, it is. Well, milestone. It, it's either 10th, but I, I did do a two lots of calculations. One came up with 10, and then I did another one that came up with 11. I'll have to go for a third time and then just confirm. 10 and a half. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I feel my role on Board and Watch is on a similar trajectory as that of Gunther, the bleached blonde Central Perk barista in Friends. Good old Gunther. Yeah, because you know how he sort of just started off just a couple of things in the background, then all of a sudden a few more lines. Yeah. And then he even got invited to Monica and Rachel's house once for a game of something. I remember him sitting in the uh, lounge room. So, yeah, it's, I think I feel a bit like Gunther. The quintessential cuck. Yeah. Just sitting in the corner while... Yeah, how good is he? You know, he, he was, well, that's me, because I'm sitting here with Joey and Ross or Chandler. I'm not sure. <laughs> Joey and Ross. <laughs> Who's who? I'll get... No, well, sorry. Well, that's well, that's, well, that's yeah. sorry. Sorry. Morgs needs to be... He, he, sorry. He could be one of them as well. He could be Schwimmer. Well, uh, please... Dan. Gow's obviously Joey. Yeah, probably. You'd probably obviously be Chandler, Dan. and then I think Morgs might be Ross. Morgs might be Morgs got some Ross vibes. Yeah, and then I'm Gunther. Who who's who are you talking about? Um that blo- that bloke that's normally here. Oh yeah, Dan. Dan. Yeah. The Still guy haven't found him. No. Still haven't found him. No. Right, he's gone walkabout. He is. He's gone walkabout. He's got a pretty big property up there. Oh, he could be out in the land. He could be fixing fences. He's either in a, he could be an acre uh yeah. three or four. Yep. Yep. He's reinventing himself. He's 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 gone full method after waking fright. <laughs> he has. Oh yeah. right. Mate, he might be in an outback town somewhere playing two up. He would be. He would just be. just getting on the cans with the locals. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we're gonna set the over and unders sort of relatively lowish. Uh two thousand eight movie, fifteen years old. We're gonna set it at fifteen. We're gonna start with you, Gow. Over and under. I'm under fifteen. I'm around ten, I'd say. I didn't see this one right away when it came out, but yep. um, obviously heard a lot about it. It was, was late seeing it, but uh, gave it a, a few good watches after that. It's um, it's certainly a good action movie. 
So you are under. I'm 10. Okay, excellent. 10, that's a good, that's very, very specific for you, Gail. Well done. Damo? Yeah, look, shock horror, I'm under. Um, I'd be at five. Okay, wow. That's so in dog years, I'm over. That's in, 30. Yeah, using the equation, yeah. the quadra- quadratic equation, or whatever yeah. we use, Pythagorean theorem. Yep. So yeah, so bet five. And two of them, well, one of them was just this week, but I did watch this maybe a month or so ago. I thought, oh, I haven't seen that for a bit, so I... Checked it out. So five watches. That's this must be a special movie. Oh look, I basically can recite it word for word. <laughs> two in a year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Two in a year. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Yep. Saying a lot considering that you did say that you'd seen Star Wars twenty times. More, it would be over twenty, but yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm. Look, I'm well over this. I'm, I could be thirty times I've seen this. I watched this a lot in the video shop. It was a late night, whacking on on Saturday night at nine o'clock for the last hour. No one had come in the shop. Yep. I just add late fees to people's accounts and uh, <laughs> and what's taken extended rental fees, mm-hmm. Ab- absolutely. Because late fees had a negative connotation, massive, massive connotation. Yeah. Did you ever do uh, the debt collecting? Oh, only if they came in. But I mean, like, did you ever send any letters out? Oh no. Yeah, I sent letters in the end. Oh, that, does you... that help at all? Uh, it helped confrontation. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, we we enlisted a third party to collect late fees because and people would say I oh, know people would say to you all the time as well, Dave. I'm sure that oh, you must make so much money on the late fees. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I go, yeah, for every one dollar that I return that I get in a late fee, there's another ten that goes on the late fee bill. Yeah. So it's a ten to one return that I don't get. It, it, but they don't actually get it. It's it's more than one DVD being late. It's one customer who comes in to find, oh, I want taken. Oh, they're all gone. Yeah. And there's 10 of them that are late. Oh, you don't have them? Well, I'm going to go to some other video yeah. shop then. And never come back. Yeah. And that's right. So it's bigger than one yeah. just missed um, rental. It's a customer. Absolutely. So does that, does that happen often? Or did that happen often that you would, like, I mean, you're missing a movie. How many how many copies would you have of a movie? Say okay. 10 copies and then they're all out? Or yeah. So it could was often be all what, out? We, what used yeah. to happen... Dame and I probably got two different stories on this, but say for instance with Taken, I had I did have fifty copies of Taken. This was the last movie that I remember there being Windows. There was a three month rental window on this movie, which meant that it couldn't go to retail, couldn't be shown anywhere. We got three months of of the only place you could see Taken was at the video shop, and this worked brilliantly because, as I'm sure we'll get deeper into the podcast, that no one thought this movie was going to be any good, mm. right? So when it became this hit. Sleeper hit, and it was had a very short run at the cinema. People were just fanging for it to be on DVD, and it rented its tits off. Yep, it was this and the Dark Knight are the two movies that I refer to both in the same year. That were the two movies that I seriously recall there being such a want for these films. Like I had sixty five copies of the Dark Knight, fifty copies of Taken, and I was taking reservations on a Saturday afternoon. Because all 50 were out. Yep. And then we would be getting them and none would go on the shelf. No. So it would be 50 in, 50 out, 50 in. And yep. that went for like weeks. Just shows you how yep. big those you know, franchise movies are. Mate, like, well, it's crazy. It's, I guess people were, it was so different. It was, it, 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 it's funny you can say it's ground, it was groundbreaking because it wasn't by any means. But there hadn't been a movie like this for almost 20 years. Like you've got to go back to Steven Seagal to this kind of action Really violent film, yeah. like bone breaking. Like he shoots a guy in the back. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it is super violent, and it's a it's a quick movie too. Yeah, ninety three minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? I, the fires f- through because it's all action. The first twenty eight minutes, I can ha- you can have it. Mm. The next hour and five, yeah, holy shit, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they set it all up pretty quick, don't they? In the movie, and then bang, it's on. Yeah. 
They yep. do. Anyway, let's listen to the trailer. Dad! Oh, my darling. Dad. Happy birthday. Dad, guess what? Mm-hmm. You know my friend Amanda? Yep. Her cousins asked us to spend vacation with them in Paris. I really, really want to go. Hi, Daddy. You were supposed to call me when you left. There's someone here. What? Oh, my God, they got Amanda. They got me. All right, listen to me. Go to the next bedroom, under the bed. Tell me when you're there. <laughs> now, the next part is very important. They're going to take you. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Where are they? If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. You have a 96-hour with what? To never finding her. No. But if you don't, I will look for you. Where is she? I will find you. And I will kill you. Good luck. There we go. Don't you just want to grow up to be Brian Mills, just cleaning house? Millsy. 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 Millatron. Not Rob Mills. No. Well, Although he did oh, spend some time in Paris. You're right. <laughs> oh, fuck. That. I didn't even write that down. Yeah, yeah. So for those that don't remember that... Um, Rob Mills from Australian Idol. When he was in the top 10, Paris Hilton came out, did some sort of thing. And she was here for Melbourne Cup or something, wasn't she? She yeah. was at one of the... And well, Millsy was at the same thing and everyone was all over him and um, she just... She picked him up. Yeah. Picked him up and, uh, yeah. One night in Paris. Yep. Again. We've mentioned that a couple times. Yeah, yeah. it was last week with uh, Rick Solomon in, um, <laughs> in Molly's game. That's right. <laughs> she, yeah, that is right. Rick Solomon, what a guy. Okay, Gow, tell us about Taken. Okay, they took his daughter. He'll take their lives. <laughs> After reluctantly agreeing to let his 17-year-old daughter, Kim, go to France with her best friend, Brian Mills is horrified to hear that she is kidnapped by an Albanian gang whose specialty is prostitution rings. With only 96 hours to go before he'll never find her again, Brian rushes to France to save her. As a former CIA agent, he has all the skills necessary to rescue her, if he can only find her. Yeah, well, that's exactly what the movie is. That's it. It's pretty incredible that all this happens in like, it's essentially in 96 hours this whole movie happens. Yeah. Yeah. Does he sleep even less? I don't see him eat, sleep or shit. No, he doesn't doesn't appear to sleep in the whole thing. No. Does it go the whole 96 Mm. hours? I, he, I don't think it goes all the way. I think he's, I think he's, I think I he's think it's done it in a day. or He's got a bit of time to spare. Yeah, he, I think he maybe. might have two nights. He's got two nights because yeah. he does the night at the blanket brothel and then he's got his night at the mate's house yeah, yeah, yeah. for dinner. Yeah. So I think that's that's not the same night, I don't think. I'll tell you what, he'd be good for Morgz's events, wouldn't he? He can get things happening. He can he get can. on a plane to France yeah. in 20 minutes. Mm. Yeah. He can get his mates on the phone. Contacts. And yep. Find out, find out about the gangs. He's a facilitator. Very much so. Yep. He's a facilitator. There's no doubt. Okay, critical thinking. Uh, taken rates 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb and has a 59% tomato meter score. I reckon that's super low, but it's got an 85% audience score. Okay. 
So the critics weren't huge on this movie. And I've got a couple of reviews here which will sort of maybe tell us why. Yeah. We'll go the good review. I've got Stephen Ray of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Don't get it mistaken with the National Inquirer. Mm-hmm. A fleet, no-nonsense rescue thriller from the crackerjack French director Pierre Morel. Taken is satisfying. One, for the Gaelic gravitas of its star. Two, its slam-bam chase scenes and bone-snapping martial arts. And three, the scenic backdrops of Paris. Oh, my God. The scenic backdrops of Paris. At night. Paris by night. Yeah. It's a beautiful city. Yeah. Good. I don't remember that many scenic shots. Maybe there was a few in there. There were none. Yeah. There, were no, there were no real... Se- oh, except the... On the in river. Chaser, the river Seine. On the Seine. Yeah, on the Seine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Off the bridge. Do you know, do you know, where, um, do you know where Notre Dame is? Yeah, mate, yeah, of, course. Yeah, of course. I've, I've been there. Morgs yeah. and I have been there. Oh, yeah, yeah. One sure of Morgs' mates just lived the island. Oh, of that's right. He did yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right there. Yeah, right there. Right there. So was anyway. He, was he Albanian? Might have been. The bad review, Deborah Ross of The Spectator. Doting dads are doting dads, I guess. And there is just no stopping him, which is a shame, as what follows is a big sorry mess of the most cliched, improbable and xenophobic kind. Oh, get lost. Do you know what I laughed? Because there's quite a lot of reviews that talk about uh, xenophobia. Because obviously the baddies are Albanian. It's in Paris. And so it's... I was just like, get a grip. Someone's got to be the baddies. Yeah. Like, he's not... He's not. What It would have been okay if he lived in Paris and went to America. Yeah. Like, that, they're just... There's a, it's a hair trigger for anything. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, talking about someone's race or something. They just snap straight away. Yeah. They want to just pounce on it. Absolutely. Joke. But but the the fact is, yes, um, these human traffickers, there are Albanian gangs and Russian gangs and yeah. Eastern European gangs and Well it's uh, a docu- I thought it was a documentary to be honest. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for oh, David Attenborough to come out and go, <laughs> What we've got here? See the boss Albanian on the corner of the street. He's now talking to the lady of the night. Would have been good voiceover, wouldn't it? Yeah, been? absolutely. Would have made, enhanced that movie. <laughs> but there's no more Albanian gang. He took them all out. Mate, oh, all mate, gone. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's anyone left. Mate, they started yeah. with... How many start, start with eight of them? Now yeah. there's hundreds. Now there's not. Yeah, now <laughs> there's not. Now that Rue de Paris is uh, all over. Mm-hmm. Okay, Gao, ordinary people, why don't you tell us about the cast, crew, and everything else taken? Okay, here we go. Liam Neeson. Now, Liam Neeson, as a younger bloke, worked as a forklift operator for Guinness. Back in Ireland, yeah, wow. did it. He was a truck driver, an amateur boxer. Did you know he was a boxer when he was young. Okay, I didn't know that. This yeah. is all very Irish, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he what? What did he else do? Work on a potato farm? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was. He, he used to count four leaf clovers. <laughs> what are those little things called? No, what are those little leprechauns? Leprechauns? Was he? Did he? Yeah, he lived at the base of a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, works at the Guinness factory. Yeah, did it all. He, look, then he was a stage actor for a long time after that. Did a lot of... Theatre kid. Did a lot of theatre stuff. A um, lot of plays. Moved to Dublin's Abbey Theatre and he was in. did a lot of the classics in there. But uh, it was there that he came to the eye of John Borman. That's who cast him in Excalibur in 81. Oh, what a When movie. he played Sir Gawain. What a yeah. movie. I loved oh, that movie God. when I was a kid. I have so not seen that for so many but years. I watch it, I watch it yeah? semi-regularly. Yeah. I, I watched it about eight months ago. Yep. God, it's good. It's still good, man. Helen Mirren, yeah, quality, really quality. You yeah, haven't seen it for a long time. It's pretty slow, isn't it? I, oh, it's a little I, slow, I, but I, it's sort I, of I don't think I've seen it for 30, 40 years. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, mate, it's great. Well, you should watch it out. again. Should yeah. watch it again. It's good. In eighty, yeah. we probably will cover it on Bournemouth. Probably just not yet. Yeah. 
But look, from there he was in a few a few small movies. But he's in the Deadpool in '88. Yeah, Dirty he, plays, Harry. he plays the uh, director. He's yeah. a real dick. Peter Swan. Yeah, he was in yeah. Next of Kin in '89. Patrick Swayze. Yep. Dark Man. Yep. Yeah, um, that's directed by Sam Raimi. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he's Schindler's List, obviously '93, where he got his Oscar and Bafta, Oscar and BAFTA nominee. Yeah, that was a brilliant, um, great movie. Rob Roy, Michael Collins, and then into Star Wars. He wanted to be in Star Wars. So bad that he didn't even bother reading the script. He said, "Yeah, I, I want to be in it. Wow. Should have read I want the script. to be well, in this." And that's fair enough. Like back yeah. then, the same. You know, what a like, waste oh, opportunity. You you just take it. What a waste of a character, though. Yeah, Qui Gon. Yeah, he should have been like. They could have based the that whole trilogy around him and Ben Kenobi. They could have done a lot more with him. Just, just they, a yeah. lot more with Darth Maul. What a waste of a character that is. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, so Gangs of New York, two thousand two, Love Actually. Which we covered not long ago yeah, yep, on yep. Border Watch. Uh, Batman Begins in 2005. Yeah, he and then He does. Yep. Uh, he was in Taken. He was in the A Team in 2010. Clash of the Titans. And then uh, Run All Night. He went on a real uh, a real turn after Taken. Well, it, it's the kind gray, of. The Grey. There were heaps of these movies. Taken which 2, were Taken 3. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get to them. But that's uh, why he got reinvented because that wasn't. That was why he took this role in this because he wanted to try and. Change up the persona well, of what wi- he could do. His wife had just uh, died. Natasha yeah. Richardson had died in a freak skiing accident. Yep. And I think he took a little bit of time off and then he just came back. Yeah. He just came back with a, yeah. with a plum and, and, he, and just destroyed it. And he wanted to it. do this as a, as a different role to the kind of the ones he'd been typically cast in. Yeah. But um, Jeff Bridges was actually first cast in this. Yeah. Right. Oh, I saw uh, that. Yeah. And uh, he dropped out. So Liam Neeson took the part, you know, can't, for those reasons. Can't see. Yeah, Jeff. But in saying that, probably couldn't have seen Liam Neeson. You wouldn't have thought Liam Neeson. Yeah. But I think Liam Neeson's really good in this role. He's brilliant. He's, he's very good. He's a big. Dark he's a big guy too. He's, he's a huge guy. Six four. Six four. Yeah, he's yeah. a bit of a guy. unit. Yeah. Big Liam. That's his nickname. Yeah. Bit of a Jack Not Reacher. Not because of his height. Yeah. But yeah, he he was the same. He he big thought Drist. it was a straight to DVD. He yeah. saw it and went, yeah, this is going to go straight to DVD. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he was wrong. It was a, it was a, as you said a big turning point in his career. But yeah, look, sliding doors of him. He was considered for the role of James Bond in Goldeneye, which went to Pierce Brosnan. That would have been a big role. I, mm. I could see him as a Bond. I think he could do a good job of that. Yeah, he's a bit suave as Oscar Schindler. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's, he's be suave. He can be, and yeah. he can be, you know, very, very calm. Yeah, yeah, I could see him doing that. Definitely. He's, he's definitely got a particular set of skills. He's got mm. a particular yeah. set of skills. Mm. Uh, he was actually the original choice to play the lead role in Lincoln, so he would have been reunited with Steven Spielberg, right, after Schindler's List. But wow. um, Daniel Day Lewis, Daniel Day Lewis did it. Got his third Oscar. So. Well. Greatest, act, greatest actor of our generation, yeah, for sure. So a tough one, but that's a that's a big role to miss. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. Maggie Grace. Um, <sighs> so look, <laughs> I knew I knew we'd get to this early with you. <laughs> look, she did a lot of early TV, a lot of one-off episodes, Cold Case, Law oh, and Order in the why. early two thousands, CSI, Miami. Where are Take, the Emmys? Hey, where are the Emmys for Maggie Grace? <laughs> yeah, she's. Yep. Shit. <laughs> she could be an Australian child actor. <laughs> One yeah, of Morgan's favourites. Like, yeah. She was in Lost. She's almost she lost? the same character. No, no, that's not true. She's as gawky and just uncoordinated in Lost as she's in this. She's an m- absolute bitch in Lost. Absolute bitch. She did the whole did the whole series. Almost the whole series, yeah. yeah. She gets she does die. She's one of the, well, they're all dead. Yeah. Spoiler. Um <laughs> I actually haven't seen the last uh, series. It's ever. actually yeah. it's actually not bad. It's it was going to be one of the impossible things to try and land that plane. Pardon oh, the pun. I, I never but got into the late series of Lost. No, I, 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 I watched the first couple it. and I thought, oh, this Loved is really it. good. And then I just 
it jumped the shark early yeah, for me, and I just got it. out of it and couldn't get back into it. No. Yeah. But she, she is particularly bad in this movie. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Uh, look, well, she was in Lost. She was in Fear the Walking Dead. Done. A, she's done uh, five or six years old, 57 episodes of Fear wow. the Walking Dead. But she was in the Twilight Saga as well. It was Irina Denali, uh, Breaking Dawn Part 1. She really setting the world on fire. She was in Night and Day with Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah. But that's really that's not been a bad it. movie, Night and Day. I don't mind that. Yeah, it's 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 good. Yeah, bit of nice fun. light movie. She was actually considered for the role of Kitty Pride in X Men: The Last Stand. That was the movie that the role that was played by Elliot Page. Right. Okay. Right. Or Ellen Page. Then. Yep. Then. Yep. Yep. Well, we'll move on. We'll uh, please do. We'll let you come back to. No, nah, she's Maggie Grace she had about thirteen categories she'll, in my thing. <laughs> she'll get a few mentions. Yeah. She's All right. Famke Janssen. Now, Famke, Famke. Yeah. she was actually a model. She moved to America in the 80s, um, but uh, she modeled for Chanel in New York and then took a break and then went to Columbia University and majored in literature. I The very first time I remember her it was on, I think it was Maxim. Remember Maxim magazine? Yeah, was of it, course. Or was it one of the sports magazines in Australia in the 90s? I remember like her. Sports Illustrated or something? Yeah, it wasn't Sports Illustrated. There was an Aussie one. Was it Maxim? No, maybe it wasn't. Ralph? No, there was, one of, it was there one of was those. There was a sports, an Aussie yeah. sports one. God, Inside sport. Yeah, that's that, that was it. Yeah, yeah that's Inside it. Inside sport. Yeah. Gal. Yeah. Did you use her? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's where I remember her first coming to light in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she was in, fa- her first movie was Father and Sons in 92 with Jeff Goldblum. She was in Goldeneye. In oh, she blew everyone away in Goldeneye. That was That's when right. she really announced yeah. the world. Was she uh, Zena? Zena on the top. top. Yeah. Yep. She's in Rounders, mm-hmm. a movie that's come up here quite a few times. Definitely. Yeah, in '98, House on Haunted Hill yep. with Jeffrey Rush. She was in the X Men series of movies. Jean Grey. Yep, Jean she was Grey. great. Yep. She was good in that. Yep. Hide and Seek. Yep. Uh, and then the Take movies, and then the Wolverine in 2013. Mm. So she was actually cast in Men in Black Two in 2002. Had to drop out. That's the role that went to Lara Flynn Boyle. Okay. Which would have been an interesting role. She with her, would have been it? better than Lara Flynn Boyle. Yeah. I, I didn't mind Lara Flynn Boyle yeah, in that, right. but um, but I could see Famke Janssen doing a good job of she's that a bit as well. She's got a bit more spunk than yeah. Lara Flynn Boyle, I think. A bit more yes. physical Yes, yeah, she could have, yeah. She's such a waif, Lara Flynn Boyle. Nothing of her. Yeah. She weighs like 14 kilos. Yeah. Well. Jack Nicholson enjoyed it. <laughs> Is it he's had had a go? Mate, they were together for a long time. Okay. A long time, Lara bit Flynn of an Boyle and Jack gap. Nicholson. That's right, they were too. Yeah. Yep. 90s? Yeah, 90s. Uh, la- yeah. 90s, because Finn Boyle sort of came... She, what was she the was TV big show in Twin Peaks, right? Twin Peaks, yeah, 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 Twin right. Peaks. And then, yeah, I'd say late, early, mid to late 90s, early 2000s was Jack. Just crushing it. Yeah. yeah. Jack was everywhere. Oh, he was the man. <laughs> he was the man. Uh, all right. Well, look, uh, other than that, there's, there's, a, there's a large... Uh, yeah. Associate cast. The only other one, probably of any note, is Holly Valance, who's a, an Aussie actress, done a lot in Neighbours. Everyone here would know her from Neighbours. She did 422 episodes. Yeah. That, okay. Um, so, hang but on a minute. obviously, she's a singer as well. Is that, is that like, is that something to hang out on? No. So like Toadie. Toadie, like, Toadie goes, yeah, look, I did 6,000 <laughs> episodes in Neighbours. Yeah. Couldn't get hired anywhere else. Well, you, you don't need to. It's just like Harold, you know? And, and <laughs> Harold Bishop. Bouncer. I mean, the same thing. <laughs> If you got a steady job, good point. Good you just point. kept going. But Holly Valance had that incredible singing career. Oh, she did. Kiss, you know? kiss. Yeah, yeah. Well, off, oh, off. <laughs> she yeah, in two thousand and two. That's when Kiss, Kiss, Kiss came out. It was on the uh, critically acclaimed album Footprints, and uh, she had uh, three hits off that. But Kiss, Kiss went platinum. 
Um, Australians will listen in. I, think I don't Australians know what the it. I don't know what the platinum quantity you have to sell is in Australia. Man, I wouldn't be surprised if Bruce Samazan's bloody single <laughs> that he's remember that watching that was on the Smash Hits VHS that we watched in the early nineties. Yeah, Morgs had it. Oh my god, Samazan. Yeah. Oh god, Bruce Samazan. Bruce Samazan. Yeah. East Street. East Street. Yeah. Yeah. No. So she won. Tony I suppose, I suppose she oh. could, she she did sing. Oh, that was your number one. Yeah. But Holly, she could sing. So you know, she's pretty thing. She was, uh, and she, yeah, she's a good sort, and um, that's why she got. That Before, I, I don't know if anyone's got this for bad, but is there a dumber, like, is there a dumber thing than the rock stars about to walk out on the stage and he goes, "Oh, you know, my daughter wants to be." Yeah, a rock that, star. that, that is one hundred percent my bad. Like, oh my god, mate, shut up, Brian. But yeah. th- you think that's bad? What about the pop star assassin? Oh god, like what? It was. I was waiting. Um, I was waiting for Frank Farmer to come out. <laughs> Yeah, right, mate. But he, that poor old pop star assassin picked the wrong day yeah, to do his uh, definitely. stabby. Yeah. Come yeah. with us, and the first time he's, that you're with us, we're just going to, uh, there's going to be a murder. Why, why did the pop star killer then just hang at the, how do you get backstage <laughs> and then just hang in the shadows? Haven't you seen the body? How guard, do they mate? know? Yeah. Haven't you seen the body? Oh, mate, yeah, I know. Standing brilliant, there brilliant split. setup. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That Brian Mills gets into adventures wherever he goes. Right. Mate, he just, he's, the problem is he attracts it. <laughs> he does. He, he does. attracts it. He's not the deterrent. Yes, yeah. the attractant. He's the magnet. Yeah. His skills attract this kind of thing. Mm. But yeah, so anyway, we'll move on. So, what, But what about one of the great jobbers in the history of movies and TV and film, Xander Berkeley? Xander Berkeley, yes. One He's of the great jobbers. Which one's he? He's the stepdad. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Stuart. Yep, 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 yep. You know, the, the, with the bring, horse. bring the horse out. Yep. Oh, you're impossible, Stuart. <laughs> He is. He's been in so many so, shows. Mate, his, he looks so old in this show too. His IMDb bio is mate. fifty pages long. <laughs> he was in. He was in um, the Walking Dead. He was in Twenty Four. He was in. He was in the mate, he's been for quite a while. Yeah, he's been in. He's been in Air Force One. Yeah. He's in. Mate, he's in so many things. He's there was this documentary which actually Morgs put me onto. He's good. That guy in that thing, you know. Yeah. And he is that guy in that right. thing, right? That you go, oh, who's that guy in that thing? Yep. And he is, Xander Berkeley is the quintessential jobber. There is no greater jobber, I think, in Hollywood oh, history. Mate, he's been in everything. Yeah. He's in Longmire. Yeah. Great, great series. Love it. <laughs> That's so gay. Yeah. So good. So gay. He's in everything. 24, as you said. Yeah. Oh, tons of stuff. Yeah. He always plays a real dickhead, too, pretty much. Yeah, he's that kind of guy that, yeah, you're just, you just know his face because he's been in everything, but he's, he's just always a character actor in there somewhere. Okay, is that it, G-Man? Uh, that's it. I'll give you the gross yes, on this one. Right, so $145 million domestically, $82 million internationally, gave it $227 million worldwide. What was the budget? Budget was $25 million. Fuck, 10, t- 10 times. Yeah. What do you reckon it, m- it took in its opening weekend? 750000 Yeah, I think it might have been a grower. Budget was twenty five. It took 24.7. Okay. In its opening weekend. Wow. Okay. So they Good covered marketing. their budget. They yeah. would have been dancing on the ceiling. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How good's that? Yeah. So that brought it in at um, number 27 for the year. Okay. Uh, and we've been through 2008 Big before. Big year, 2008. Yeah. This is our third 2008 movie. Do you know what the others are? Can you can you pick the other two movies we've done? Uh, the Dark Knight. Yep. Is one of them. There's three. Sorry, yes. The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> so there's three and plus this? No, no. Yes, plus this. Uh, so you've got one, The Dark Knight. Give us a hint. Just anything. Give us a hint. Give you a hint. <laughs> this is how we do it. Da, 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 step Brothers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, God, I can't get the other one. I'll give you a tip. Yeah, go. It's English. 
Love Actually. Love Actually. Nope. Rock and Roller. Rock and Roller. Oh, right. Yeah, well done. Well okay. done. Yeah, got there in the end. Yeah, so that year, a big year. I mean, The Dark Knight, we've been through $1 billion. Yeah, crazy. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, $786 million. Kung Fu Panda in at third, $631. Um, critically, Slumdog Millionaire, Best Picture, Best Director for Danny Boyle. Our best actor was Sean Penn in Milk. Kate Winslet in The Reader, for the best actress. And Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight, obviously Best Supporting Actor. Mm. Yeah, it's a big year. Yeah, it was a, a big year. Okay. Well, then that'll take us into Hit, Sleeper and Dud, I guess. All right, we've done this before in this one because we did the first thing we did it was with Rock and Roller, I believe. Or maybe Could, it was, I think it was Rock and Roller was the first episodes of uh, Hit, Sleeper, Dud. Maybe. Mm. So anyway, 2008. I may have mentioned this before, but my hit for the year, Rambo. Oh, the one in, um, in Burma. In Burma. Yep. So yep. John Jay is approached by some holier-than-thou missionaries to yep. take them down yep. the river to a village. Yep. Destruction ensues when they're, the missionaries are kidnapped and then he has to take a boatload of mercenaries down to help the missionaries. And yeah, it's a good movie. It's a, mate, it's better than a good movie. Yeah. It's a great... It, it's a great movie. Yeah. I Look, I had that as my sleeper yep. only because it was number 56 for the year, so 113 million. Yep. So it was, wasn't was quite as big as some of the other movies, but it was... I remember watching this and we were going... Mate, we saw it at the movies. The, uh, the violence, like... Mate, there was eight or nine of us at Warrywood. There was eight or nine of us at Warrywood Cinema sitting in the Grand Theatre with like half a bar waiting to see a a Rambo movie that hasn't been released for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Or 26 years. And it's just like, and it was worth the wait. Those 50 cal guns, like they're just ripping through everything. And the guys in the the paddock, in the paddy fields getting killed. Oh, it was brutally, brutally sad. Khmer Rouge. It was the Khmer Rouge. Yeah. Okay, so you got a hit? Anyone got a hit to match it? Well, I mean, I will match that. for me, for me, I can't go past the dark. You're going to say the dark because night. it's just it, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, even though there was amazing other good ones there too, but for I'll, sure. I'll leave them. Okay, well done. Okay, sleeper. Gao said Rambo. Yeah, the other one for me was Step Brothers. Put up. Yeah, yeah. Very as good. a sleeper, because it's a great movie that we love. Absolutely. Um, fantastic. Well, I've got another comedy for my sleeper. I know what it is. Role models. Nope, that's not what yeah. I was going to say. Okay, Ant Man, Stifler, and McLovin. Yep, yep. Joined together in this fish out of water sort of comedy. Yeah, and it is freaking funny. It's yep. a good movie. There's it's, some good funny lines. It's in very that. funny. Yeah, it is it's a good movie. Very rude. Very funny. Sean William Scott is so good in that in that kind of role. Like in Welcome to the Jungle, he's so good. Oh with the god, rock. that's like, a great movie. Yeah, too. good movie. He, he's really good at that kind of thing. We haven't done a rock movie yet on. Uh, no, on to watch, don't have we? Have. Okay. But just going back, my hit. Sorry, I didn't give you my hit. My hit was Gran Torino. That's a good ah, movie. Yeah. Fantastic movie with the like, Hamongs. Yep, Hamongs. Hamongs. Yeah. <laughs> Hamongs. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I I really enjoyed watching that movie. Zip ahead. <laughs> Yeah, he's so good. Clint. He's just an old cranky oh, man. Oh God, he? he's cranky. But a harder goal. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard your sleeper? He did his sleeper. It's yep. uh, Rambo. Uh, well, when you said comedy, I thought you might have gone semi-pro. Oh, you oh yeah, very good. Very good. One. Yeah, very good. But for my sleeper, I'll go something that I surprised Gow didn't mention. Never back down. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a dork. That's mate. a great movie. I love it. I've never seen it. And you, you know, I've serious? never seen it. This is the fighting one. Yeah. Yeah, it's an awesome movie. Yep. It's a teen fighting have you, have movie, mate. It? I'm sorry. I've seen parts of it. I wasn't going to bring that oh, one up, but I one, one I was going to bring up in, in the duds was Step Up to the Streets. <laughs> I watched But I didn't want to offend the triple threat. It's the yeah, life and yeah, time. Yeah, no, step I'm up, with you. Step Up to the Streets, Life and Times of the Barrick Dad's Dance Crew. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Yep. No, that wasn't that wasn't actually my dad. My dads were, I mean, take your pick, Indiana Jones and the Crystal well, Skull. Well, Madagascar dad. 2, Sex and the City, The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Yeah, we've done that one. My dad was Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Crystal Skull, and all I have is Aliens, One Step Too Far. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, my dad is Australia. Ooh, oh, yes. That, that was ridiculous. The name was too big for that movie. Yeah. He should have called it Outback Creek or wherever the hell they lived yeah. in. It can't be called Australia. It was just awful. Yeah, it wasn't great, was it? It was, wasn't great yeah, at And all. they've blown the name, a, a powerful movie name, yeah, on a kinda shit done. movie. Kind of mm. done. It was yeah. so hyped up, that movie. Too. That was the problem. There was so much hype yeah. around it. And well, it just a, didn't Baz Luhrmann. It. It yeah. uh, That's know, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's it for Hit, Sleeper and Dud for 2008. It is now question time. Okay, this is interesting because there's a few questions that are posed by this movie. More than a few. Question one. Should a 17-year-old be travelling without supervision to Europe with her 19-year-old friend? Yeah, he wasn't keen on to go. Was I, I'm not sure you're going to let your 17-year-old... Would you let your daughter go? No, not for three months. Yeah. But, so originally she was only going on the trip. Like, I know they were going to follow the band at the end. How long did they originally say she was going for? Oh, it was for a few. It was for six yeah. weeks, I think, to start with. Was it? Yeah, no, I think I it's mean, six weeks. I think they were traveling for six weeks. 17-year-old? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going on their own. Not a fucking chance yeah. in hell. No way. <laughs> Damo, you got daughters? Yeah, well, it, it would depend on the circumstance. Now, if it was, say, oh, they've got an opportunity to go and... Dance at some school in France or something like that. I Supervised. Would, I would take them over. Yes, I would, I would take them over and you're right, yeah. But if it was a holiday where you're just going to go cruising around Europe, yeah, no. What I don't get is that he did all this, like he didn't want it to go and then he did all this work to, to sort of figure out, go, look, I'll, I'll do it and I'll come around to it. Then he never checked the parents. Now he checked the, ex, the, the new husband, her new husband down, knew all about his businesses, but didn't check the people the, the she was allegedly going to be staying this, yeah. with in France and check out what they well, were doing. Well, he got caught a bit off. I suppose off, he didn't have he got, the time. I guess so. He, he got caught a bit off, uh, off kilter, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's like, fair enough. Sort of ambushed him. Yeah. But he, I suppose. Fucking he, Lenore. He got. Oh, well, yeah. Lenny. What a shit. I forgot how much she hated him in this she, first movie. She is an awful person in this yep. movie. Yep. Because he must have done some seriously. And all she says is, you're absent. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she. She's you're, a CIA, you're a CIA black operative, mate. Uh, yeah, he's absent. Yep. Yeah, I forgot because in the later movies, obviously it changes. I forgot how much she just hated him. Mm. She hates this. his oh, guts. Absolutely yep. hates his guts. Yeah, it's like me and onions. Hates <laughs> them. Oh my god. Okay, so well, let's go from this seventeen unsupervised to the next part, which was actually question three. But I'm moving it up. Is it really that quick to get a nineteen-year-old to want to root you? Oh, I think she was caught up in the excitement of being overseas. And yeah, like, my goodness. She was quick, man. Super I'm going to sleep with him. Yep. Going to sleep with him. Bang. Yep. yep. And that's what I was, oh, I was thinking about that exactly. Like, wow, she's uh, entranced by Paris. And this is actually, yeah, I'll, I'll, I was going to bring it up. I'll bring it up now, too. But I question whether or not it was filmed in France. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't see one beret. Like, <laughs> anyway. Like, not one. You didn't see Rusty? Didn't, didn't see, see Rusty, didn't see Gerard Depardieu, didn't see Henri Leconte, mate. didn't see Yannick Noah. <laughs> like, now let me just ask, okay, so, little little test. Look at me now, what country am I in? Australia. Right. Shut your eyes. Right, just shut your eyes for a couple of seconds. Open your eyes. What country am I in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you're in Paris. Oui, oui. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. So, 
Sans Barret, Sans Barret, you look like you're in Australia. I look like I'm in France. Yeah, right now, I'll, I'll just order some duck a la range. <laughs> like, yeah. And not one, but I saw baguettes. I didn't see there one was baguette. There, there was, was one, one baguette. No, two baguettes. The cop, um, Liam Neeson had some baguettes oh, in, those, in his in brown the paper bag. bag. Yes, and then the cop, his mate, um, Jean-Claude or whatever his name was, yeah. he, he came home with some baguettes. But you know what? There were no mimes on the streets. No. No? No, no little... Pencil moustaches and black and white striped <laughs> shirts. So that's what I was thinking. I don't know if this is filmed in Paris. Well, and also with the baguette that the copper brings home, I've been to France. My parents lived in, in France. And he's just holding that thing in his yeah, hand. Yeah. They give you a little bit of tissue paper oh. to hold the baguette with. Mate, like there's some This is unraveling here. No, nah, I'm telling you. This is unraveling. We're we're picking we're picking yeah. holes in this. Yeah. We're picking holes. <laughs> Leave that beret on for the rest of the show, please. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I might have to take it off. Oh, God. Okay, so we're saying, yeah, she just got caught up in it. Okay, cool. Yep. Okay, so Maggie... She was quick to jump. Very quick. Straight out of the airport. But, okay, so you... Like, you turn up at the airport, and the first person you meet says, let's get a cab together. Yeah, sure. Yeah, jump in. After Dad's given her the fucking rundown, don't you go, nah, look, we're cool, brother. Yeah. It's all good, mate. Yep. Wouldn't that... But isn't that, like, rule 101 of travelling? Don't trust anyone. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few things in this movie that just jump through pretty quick to keep the story going. God. Yeah, but we'll but also get to some of those. She also, when she got into the unit, shoes on, jumping all over the white oh, yeah, couch. Yeah, God. The white couch. I reckon the owners would be like, "Entitled, get a bloody stop jumping on my white couch." Entitled, with your shoes. just an entitled bitch. They had the whole fifth floor. Yeah, mate. They had this cracking pad in the middle of Paris. Yeah, what a fuck. Yeah, right. With a hole, with like it was yeah, a donut yeah. around the other side. It was like, like uh, it was like a U shape. Yeah, it was good. It was incredible. What a place. Okay, Maggie Grace is twenty five when she films this movie. I thought she was about 13. God, she plays a very poor 17-year-old. Yeah. Like, you are not that far away from 17 at 25. Yep. To, she acts like she's nine. Yeah. She does. It's tragic. So she's actually in real life, she plays the 17-year-old and the other one's nine. But in real life, she's three years older than yeah. the other one. Yeah. Right. Then I mean, she looks young, but she dead set acted didn't, like a little <clears throat> kid. Did, did either anyone here... Get the research about the um, about her and the running coach. <laughs> I did see that. Yes, <laughs> she didn't have yeah. a running coach. She, 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 they hired a running coach for her. I laughed when I read it. I laughed out loud because this bitch. Who they get? We could, Stephen Hawking to do it. <laughs> we could literally change Quickfire's title here. Yeah, for this. Yeah, they trained. They trained her to run like a twelve-year-old. Oh, right. right. So. They actually that trained was on her. Purpose. That was on. That was a creative decision. Yeah, it's um, it's not great. Everything's like, like eh, oh, oh my god! It it looks like they got Sigourney's running coach, mate. No, well, yeah, no, Sigourney's running coach would be like Usain Bolt compared to this. <laughs> like she ra- she ran like an eight year old kid who just got a new puppy. Yeah, it's she's she does nothing good in this movie, yeah. and you know what? You know what? Just a bad dancer. I know she smacked out of her head, but that's when some people do their best work. <laughs> she had nothing. Yep. She had nothing. Yeah, it was there wasn't much of a role for her, was there? Like once she once she got taken, that was kind no, of she, it. She's well, not, she's she's done it. Well then the role was the real, the role was perfect for her then. Yeah. Because we didn't have to <laughs> we didn't yeah. have to <laughs> endure. Yeah. God, she's terrible. Okay. So last one, last question. So what's the go with hankies and rags in the mouth? 
Can you not spit them out? Right? And do we need to run a test? Maybe the next episode of Born to Watch, we'll do the hanky in the mouth test and see whether you can just you go. You probably and could. Spit them out. <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah. this is a trope in movies. Like Brian, when he's electrocuting the guy, just sh- for one, bite the fucker's fingers, mate. Yeah. Right? Fingers in the mouth, bite them off. <laughs> well, Rule the, one. Two, spit the thing out. Well, here's the thing. Yep. He, he puts it in his mouth because he doesn't want him, because he's going to clamp, he's electrocuting him, so he doesn't want to clamp his teeth down oh, and, so it's, and bite his tongue off. So I don't it's think supposed it, to be in there to stop him doing that. But well, I think it's also a pretty, it's, it's a pretty stopping weak, from screaming. I didn't think about it because he, he, when he leaves him, he, he doesn't put it back in his mouth. No, because he's quite happy there and he's yeah, leaving. Because, but he wanted him to talk, right? He was like, yeah. Wake up! I need you. I need you engaged. Yeah, I, I, I need your focus. Sorry, yeah, I, I need your focus. I didn't work out. Yeah, what the actual purpose of it was? Because he was trying to find just, where the daughter was, right? Uh, yeah, so, he's so like, that's the hanky's going to stop him. Biting well, it's going to stop him biting his yeah. face, and then kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the thing. But it was a yeah. pretty weak. I don't know. Pretty weak way of doing Spit it. Spit it out, mate. Although yeah. I did love the double the double poles through the knees through oh, the legs. Oh, like, that, that was great. I need you focused. Boom! Ouch! That was really good. Yep. Yep. How good's Brian? That, that was my one quote too. I need you focused. Are you focused now? <laughs> I, 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 yep. He, I, I don't know whether I don't know whether I want Brian as my dad, but fuck, he'd be a good uncle. Yeah, yeah. he, he yeah. would be the best uncle. He yep. was a bit. He was a bit too full on as the dad, wasn't yeah. he? Like he, he wasn't would, letting him do it. God, he'd be a good was awful. Uncle. Yeah. Can you imagine after? Well, He's I know. That, I know there's more moves, but imagine after that's ever happened, he, she's never going out again. <laughs> oh, she's no, never going to be sight. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. That's right. Sorry. Well, she does. Well, we know after the movie's been taken. Okay, well done. Let's move into the categories. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm going to start with Damo today for the good. Take it away. I I suppose the obvious good is the the monologue, and we all know what the monologue is. Yes. So that is good, but... That scene where those guys came in, she's on the phone in that bathroom on the other side, just that scene when those guys came in and she's on the phone, that to me was when there was a, like a distinct step change in that movie. And it, 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 it turned from being, you know, a bit of ho-hum to holy crap and your full attention. Um, and, it, and I reckon those bits, that's where the acting improved out of sight, just from that, that, from that scene onwards. Yeah, the, the first 28 minutes of this movie is pretty tragic. Yeah. It really is. It's, it, it is. The setup is, is a bit tragic. It is. And it it's is. only because the next hour and five minutes are so good yeah. that you tend to forget the first 28 minutes. I really paid a lot of attention to that first 28 minutes. Yeah. In fact, I stopped it <laughs> when they got to the, when they broke in. I stopped it. It's 28 minutes and 35 right. seconds. Okay. Yep. You do not need to see the first 28 minutes and 35 seconds. No. I mean, you know. This is a great hour and five minute movie. In you, fact, you, it could be five out of five for an hour and five minutes. You really yeah. could because at the point where she rings, he finally gets a hold of her and she goes, so you're supposed to ring me. Like, you, you get everything you need to know. She's yeah. gone to Paris. He's yeah. in America. Yeah. You were supposed to ring me. You didn't. Yeah. Oh, my God. These guys are coming to take me. Yeah. Yep. And that's it. Yep. And you know the whole story from that's there it. pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. But uh, it that's definitely starts becoming. So much, but that that sure. scene I really do like that scene. But the other thing that I really like is the amazing, the payoffs, like oh. just the you know satisfying kills. I don't normally yeah, yeah. I don't normally like really love the fact, but they made every character 
they did it so well that you hated them. And you, Sinclair in the in the absolutely. elevator. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Even oh. Sinclair. You only met him for yeah. you know two minutes. I'm you a hated fa- him. I'm a father too. Yeah. Oh, he That's was right. bad, wasn't he? That's right. So you you instantly hated Peter at the airport. Yep. You hated Marco. Yeah. You hated the, the all the guys at the construction site the, at the Red Door. You just hated yeah. them. Yeah. And the the payoffs were so satisfying to see them get their butts kicked, mate. That destroyed. Gal, what do you got for good? For good, mate. I've got um, on that theme. I've got Liam Neeson just in the role, but his fight scenes. Oh, he's just like I think it's so good. He he did a lot of those stunts himself. Yeah. He trained with a guy called um, Mick Gould, who was a former SAS officer, and and learned a lot of that stuff. He actually practiced. There was a there was a it's a martial arts style called Nagasudo. Mm. Um, oh, you would have picked that. Yeah, look, it's, it's one of those Hollywood type oh, it's ones. Not, you know, all yeah, the oh, it's for show. It's all for show, mate. Yeah, look, I'm not going to denigrate it, but it's, yeah. you know. What, it's we, didn't, we didn't have that in the snake pit in DY, I'll tell you that. <laughs> we didn't learn that. Yeah. The snake pit. But That's um, a T-shirt. But, mate. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. What, the born, to watch, born to Watch fans, coming up soon, there's going to be a new <laughs> merch line, The Snake Pit. With a karate? Yeah, with Gal, with Gal as a Shatoshi with a, head, with a oh, like headband. The, the, yeah. The Snake Pit. No, we can pit. do that. That's done. Yeah, but no, look, that one's oh, been around a long time. I remember Rounders used to talk about it all oh. the time, Nagasudo, and I was like, that's when he was hanging out with the Corys and they were all trying to do it. I'm like, mate. Fair call. You know, it's never it's never going to work for you. It's, nah. it's amazing. You've just got so much inside knowledge. Mate, it's you've got to do Shoren Ryu karate. Like, that's, that's you know. <laughs> it's incredible what you bring stuff. to the show, Gail. It's incredible what you bring to the show. Well, mate. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that was my good. Yeah, look, my, my good is exactly the same. I've I've got Liam Neeson's the man. This particular set of skills, that hour and five minutes is incredible. But I really love, I really, really love the blanket brothel in the mining site. That scene. Yeah, oh, yeah. It goes in and it's so fucking disgusting. And you can just see him every, t- every place he goes to when she's not in it. You can feel the tension. Oh. And then it's just like, Snap. Finds the jacket. Yeah, snap. And it is, he just has no concern and just kills everybody. Yes. Like, what sort of guys are going into this? And they all lined up. They're all lined up up to pay their money for girls that are out cold on the bed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, completely drugged out girls, line up, pay your whatever, and then go in like you. It's like Buck in. um, Yeah, in in Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah. My name's Buck. Yeah, no, that was bad. Yeah, but that was that was, but that was my favourite part. Yeah. The payoff there, and obviously then yeah. the red door. Well, the, yeah. the, the other good payoff is when he when he finally finds what's his name that um, that says good luck to him on the phone. Yeah, Marco, Marco. that was Marco, Marco. and, he, and the he's best. got the eight of them yeah. in yes. the room. And he, and when he hears that voice, you just there's eight guys, and he's just like, no, nah, this yeah. is going down. You now. don't remember me, do you? Yeah, and he's just like he's got no gun, he's got nothing. Yeah, and he's like, it's happening now. Because as soon as he heard him say good luck, you then saw him size up the room and have a little yeah. bit of a glance yeah. around, yeah. like, okay, I'm um, about to go nuts. It's just gone up ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm with Damo. It's all the payoffs. It's all the fight yeah. scenes. They are just next level yeah. good, and it is satisfying seeing these people yeah. get yeah absolutely yeah. destroyed. And but yeah, God, the upstairs in the red door uh, place is just yeah just brutal. Yeah, yep, just brutal. Like the the like this shit happens for real, right? Yeah. Yeah, the like, guy, like you said before, the guy that runs the other way and he gets shot in the back, he yeah. just comes out and says, bang. That's the best. Like, He's just good. You don't see people shooting him in the back. No. But in real life, you'd shoot someone in the leg yeah. and, and shoot people in the back. You're yeah. just shooting. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, 
my, one of mine, for, and it was I put it in the bag because it's a bad scene. Is when he shoots John Claude's wife. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Flesh, and he's just, like, just wound, just little nick. Just yeah, a flesh wound. Like, it's a flesh wound. wound. Yeah, it's a flesh wound. But what, like, yeah, she just copped it. Yeah, yeah she well, did. It's collateral damage. He, he could have shot him in the shoulder. Nah, collateral damage. She's going down. I suppose he would be more helpful if he knew it was his wife's life on the line. Well, that's that's yeah. true. That's true. And I guess he needed him to go he and look ruth- up. He needed him to go and look up the um yeah get on the, the computer name there and, after. And, yeah. yeah, I know. But that was pretty brutal. To, it was to a, a lady that's led him in the house that he knows yeah. really well. Yeah, he just shot her. Well, it's, you know, he's he's focused. Yeah, he's focused. He's a fucking cyclops. He sees one direction. <laughs> yep. Okay, the bad. Let's start with you, Gal. What do you got for the bad? Oh, well, going back to Red Door and Rue Paradis, when he walks in and says, "I'm a French cop with his ID," but he talks in his Northern Irish American yes, accent yes. and just goes, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the French." Yeah, his name's like Jean, Saint- Jean Leclerc. Jean Cle- yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like these these Albanian gangs, Jean Marc Do, in with the <laughs> in with the cops, they're in with you know the special police. I think they're going to pick up pretty quickly that yeah. he's not with them. And and the other thing is, it was the night before that he's taken down the blanket brothel. Yeah, and that guy chased him in the car. The guy that he they'd be on red alert, wouldn't they? They They would would be be on red alert, and they just know nothing about it. He just wanders and goes, "Yeah, Yeah. and I'm here to renegotiate all the rules." Yeah, and they're all just sitting around. Yeah, I didn't actually think about that, but now when I do, yeah, he's just sort of. It's so funny that like there's there's no alert there. They're just like, okay, like we got raided last night and somebody killed a lot of our guys, but you just wander in here. Yep. Yes, I know. Good pickup, gal. Yep. Is that it? Yep, that's it. That's my demo. Um, as we sort of mentioned that first, the cringy dialogue in that first twenty odd minutes or so, the just at the his mates at the barbecue. Oh, remember that time in here, and you had to leave to go to your daughter's birthday, and the and as you mentioned, the bit where he grabbed Holly Valance just as she's oh, walking. It'd be like grabbing, I don't know, Brad, yeah, or, or what I mean, yeah, I was gonna say like. Um, you know, Billy Slater's about to run on play for yeah. Queensland at the State of Origin. Hey, yeah. Billy, come here, mate. Yeah. It's like, what's man, the I'm, game plan, I'm, Billy? Yeah, I'm kind of focused. Yeah, yeah. It was just. I like, want a three four three. What are you, you going <laughs> to run for? You know, one of the Maroons running today, I, Billy. It was the worst timing and yeah. the cringiest, Cringy. cringiest dialogue. And that, and the fact how he he's so excited about my daughter wants to go and have lunch with me, and he goes and tells his mates, and his mates are, oh, that's wonderful, and that's this. It was it was really cringy. And even when Holly Valance, when he, you know, he's he. She said, oh, here's my business card, you know, yeah, and yes. here's my vocal coach. And he went, oh, thank you. She went, no, thank you, yes. Mr. Mills. Yes. And it was like, oh, that's terrible. If she says she can sing. She can sing. Yeah. Well, it, shut up. T- it's like, yeah, super, I'm, I'm super with you cringy. Because why didn't, when, when he says your great voice or whatever, and, and she says, thank you, what's your name? And he says, Brian Mills. Why didn't he then say the question? Like, it was sort of yeah. odd. Yeah, it was and then when the, she's walking out the stage, like, oh, no, let me interrupt you now. It was it, very, he could have just said it then. Worst said, oh, timing. Worst yeah. timing. But, but my other thing was to... When he got the phone call, when he, he called her, why did he go into her bedroom? I need to see her room. I need to see her room. And he walked in her room, grabbed her drawers, opened things, opened like, things. Is she looking? Is he looking for a diary to see whether there's any information about? He found nothing. Yeah, they found nothing. nothing. They yeah. just got on the phone to his mate to yeah. Leland. Yeah, Leland also. Yeah, got, got on the phone to Leland to yeah. talk about Marco from Tripoya. Yeah. Did nothing in that bedroom, and I thought, why did you go into that bedroom? What were you looking for? Yeah. Where was the room? Yeah, where's the room? I need Which to get one is it? Yeah, and then walked out with nothing. And I suppose the other thing too, remember he grabbed that little hair follicle out of the mirror? Yes. Yeah. Well, that went nowhere. Well, just yeah. went to his pocket and never used again. I don't know if he gave that to Jean-Claude and was like... <laughs> That's just... Here's the other thing. <laughs> Jean-Claude. He, <laughs> he finds out his daughter's taken. She's taken. She's on the phone. So he's very calm and gets out the machine and records it all. Then he rings his ex-special ops mate and goes, find out about them. He finds out them 
Yeah, Mark so from Travoya. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they and they've done this, this is what they're gonna do, the Albanians are gonna sell them, you've got ninety six hours. Yes. And there is four special well, he's three special forces, mates. Why don't any of them get but on the, the plane yeah, with him? Come with me, mate. Like, yeah. There's four of you yeah. who used to be a crew together, and you go, oh, your, your daughter's been kidnapped. Have she? Oh, okay. Good luck. Okay. So sorry about that, so, mate. Yeah. Hopefully you get her. I'm Let us know how you yeah. go when you're back. While yeah. we're, while, okay, so while we're talking about the old Special Forces mates, I'm going to my ugly before I get to my bad. Okay. I'm not sure how realistic the old Black Ops gang are. Right? <laughs> so we've got Knife Dildo Guy from Seven, yeah. and we've got Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I'm not really sure they're top of the tree. <laughs> yeah. right? It's like... Uh, you want the expendables there. Yeah, yeah I want Station <laughs> Statham. That's all yeah. I want. I don't want Leland Orsa and Uncle yeah. fucking Rico. <laughs> yeah. right? I know. It wasn't, but you can it, throw a steak. You can throw yeah. a stake. Did he, have his ca- like did he have his camera in the background? Oh, my God. Shots of his oh, my God. Yeah. So that was my ugly. Crack crew of bunch of bloody yeah. losers. <laughs> now, just getting back to my bad so yeah. we can f- clear this off. Lenny is a mole. Oh, yeah. His wife, his ex-wife really is an awful, yep. snobby mole who, at the end of the movie, when she's like, oh, thank you, I would have said, fuck off, Lenore. <laughs> right? Go away. Yeah. And I can't wait. Is it Taken 3 where she dies? I think it's Taken oh, 3. Oh, she I've taken. I got to 2. I, I don't think I've seen 3. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's oh. in, I'm pretty sure she dies in 3. I, I, I've not Good. seen 3. 2. She gets kidnapped in 2. She gets almost killed in... Like, 2. You think she's, she dies you in think 3. think she's dead in 2. Yeah, like, she dies in 3. I'm pretty sure. saves it at the last minute. I've I not think. seen it. I've seen 1 and 2. Not seen 3. But she's awful. Oh, Stuart, you're impossible with the horse. <laughs> the other thing I've got for bad... Is the very star of the movie where he walks into the uh, Indian convenience music store? Oh yeah, yeah, to get the karaoke. And machine. he's like, "Oh, this is what all the stars use: Beyonce, <laughs> Mariah Carey, and Gwen Stefani use this one." <laughs> Did you see the karaoke machine? Yeah, it yeah. was like a the world's worst. Oh old, old, you my know, god! Like a sixty dollar Tandy electronics yeah, one. It's, it's they've gone into like the the Indian Tandy. I think yeah. he actually <laughs> said Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. <laughs> And he's like, who's Beyonce? Yeah, yeah. just joking. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know, that karaoke machine. And then it got, the poor thing got left on the uh, ground when the horse rode up. Oh, came up, yeah. It was just, the per- she ran over like a... Gr- yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well done, boys. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. Quick fire. Oh, we didn't what? do ugly. Oh, okay. Sorry, I did my ugly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, what was your ugly? Okay. Here's my... Well, this can go into bad too, but look. He finds he finds her mate dead in... The, she's had an overdose. Kim's Amanda, yeah, Amanda's had an overdose. Yeah, yeah, and then she's never mentioned again. No, after no, that. Like, forgotten. Yeah, forgotten. Like, and he saves it, and they come home on the plane, and there's no. Yeah, rem- no. Oh, oh, so, and then her parents aren't there, and it's no, all high fives that yeah. she's back. Yeah, but then, well, her parents, her parents are waiting at oversized luggage. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Sign up for this coffin, please. <laughs> Um, but why? Why did they fly back? Why did they fly back commercial? Why didn't he fly them back? Like she was on the private jet. Why aren't they on the private jet? There's no time for dick measuring, Stuart. (laughs) I wanted wanted an hour ago. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, and then they get so. But he he shoots a high-ranking French official's wife Mm. in the shoulder. Yeah, Mm. the cops see see him stealing a car, and before that, he's obviously said like, "You get your tickets and get out of here." Like, but then he yeah, how does he leave? Pass the town, yeah, and then they just like, oh, that's okay. On, on your merry way, <laughs> yeah. Take your daughter and off you go. Yeah. Yes. And then when he gets back, there's no cameras. There's no. It's all swept under the. And they all just yeah. high five at the airport and yeah, off they go. It was all a bit 
wrapped up very neatly in a little There's no way he would have got out of that country. Yeah. With, with, you know, without air. We'll have to go to the CCTV to see Amanda's parents. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, disappointing. Well, do, I'll do uh, ugly. When she was under the bed, and, you know, shout out everything you see, you know, the description, she yelled out, beard six feet. Yep. When he played it back, it said, moustache six feet. Uh, so anyway, but but the other thing was the, the final bad guy scene, you know, he had the knife. Yep. So, so he's holding the knife at the front of at the throat of the daughter, and Liam is pointing the gun at him. That guy's giant head is not suited for a standoff like that. <laughs> no, he was, he was always going to finish He second. had a head the size yeah. of, I don't know what, and it was sticking out like, I don't think Liam had an easier target. Do you remember Adam Kelly from The Rats? Yeah. Had a huge head. Right? Well, this guy's head was bigger. Yeah, he's, this guy's head was so bigger. On your head scale, because you used to do a I've head. i big head. No, but you've... There's no Brad Glasgow. But you've got... <laughs> You've got it's your most. scale, so a one means your head is in proportion with your body. Yeah. If you're a one point one, your head is just slightly bigger nah, than your body. That, that's a that's a two point five. Yeah, he's he's in the two. He's got a huge head. Yeah, he's got a monster huge head. Huge head. Don't go doing a knife throat standoff with someone with a gun with your giant balloon head. What buddy. about what about when we first see him through the crack in the door? Looks like Jabba the Hutt. Oh, when he's lying on see, the bed. I was yeah. waiting for him that's to go. Right. Oh, da, yeah. da, solo. <laughs> it did look like that, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was. Gross. Yeah. yeah, he was he was a hard looking. Gross. Sort of, yeah. Money, rich can get you whatever you want. Apparently. Yep. Well, you know what? Too because they were forced to pay that five hundred grand for her, and they when they go and collect their merchandise, they didn't go. By the way, I was forced to buy this. They just kept up with the sale. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it was like actually we didn't really buy her. Certified pure. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. They, How were do they, do they, they were happy with the sale. They obviously, the oh well, we'll do that now. Like, what's, yeah. what's another five hundred? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't care. They don't care. Okay, well done, all done. Quick fire. That's not a knife. The scene or scenes that have passed over into pop culture. Well, it's got to be particular set of skills. Yeah, that's 100%. the one. That's that it. is it. That everybody knows. Everyone knows it. Yep. yep. Absolutely. No. It's the Philip Stuckey Award for the biggest dick character. I think we're all going to be the same. It's Lenore, right? Yep, I agree. Some pretty bad dudes. What are the guys buying? Yeah, but what are the guys buying these girls? Yeah, they, they, are, dicks. they are dicks. I still they're prefer them. Great. They're not dicks. They're like next they, level bad. They're asshole. Yeah, they're next. They're just, oh, so you're just saying who's a who's general? The, who's dick? A, just oh, a general dick? Yeah. It's got to be Lenore. Lenore. Right? Yeah. Lenore. She's so awful. She is. Okay, Jennifer Jason Lee or the cast of Caddyshack for a person or persons in a different movie. Anyone? I'd probably go the daughter. She actually. That's a good call, Damo. She's shit. Yeah. Especially that first half. Oh, God. She's, she, is, she is acting like a, an eight-year-old kid. At the party. It's so embarrassing she's not, how bad she is. She's not acting like a 17-year-old. It's like, what the heck is this? Yeah. It's, she is awful. Who, as a 17-year-old, puts down the present they've got from the dad and then runs off squealing? To get a pony. Yeah. Like, it was like a little yeah. kid. It was like that. Stuart, yeah, was a lot like Stuart that. is impossible, though. Like, you know. <laughs> Okay, Ripley running or the Kim yeah, that's, she, Mills she, Award she, for she Bad Athletic yeah. Prowess <laughs> could be the worst ever. Easily. Could change this category from yeah. the Ripley slash Harrison Ford slash Kim Mills running award. I When I was, I was just it's, doing a bit of research, there was a lot of people writing things about her running style. Oh, God. And like, I was like, this is actually 
passing into popular culture, maybe even Possibly. people bagging it. No, she, she looks like like she's got her arms behind her. She's like a like a tadpole. <laughs> but as you said, they <laughs> taught like a sperm. They taught her to do this. So she's <laughs> she's trying to learn how to not run and then run like a kid. Yeah, like it's just so. But she's why? You're se- seventeen. Yeah, I know. Just run. I mean, like. Yeah, like a good running technique. There's Normal. plenty of other plot holes in here. We're not gonna we're not gonna worry about the running style that she's yeah. got. Oh, that that but doesn't quite yeah. suit it just the movie. Stood out. Yeah. No yeah. shit. Okay, robot sentries in honor of the aliens special edition. Are there any scenes you would like to see in this movie? I would. In, I would remove the final Holly Valance scene when he knocks on the door yep. and takes her in. Yep. I, I I don't think we need to add anything, but I'd just like get rid of that. Yeah. It was a very sappy ending. Oh, it, it was crazy again. Ending. Yeah. Could could we remove the first twenty eight minutes? You could. Yeah. You could easily do that. Yeah. But that, you know, who wants to go and watch an hour and five minute movie? I'd watch. The, that's a good hour and five minute movie. Though. Yeah, I know. Let's be honest. They they do pack a lot into that hour and a half. But I guess they've got to have that little bit of backstory, like you know, absent dad. Now yeah. now will do anything yeah. for his daughter. It, now it, has to be even brushes his mates, like all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. you're right. No, so I they kind of just they it. cover that, and then his yeah. wife hates him because he was never there. And now he's trying to be there, yeah. like. Okay, the Brad Pitt Award, person you'd most like to lie down with. Okay, so anyone got anything for this? Well, if you go and watch Holly Valance's Kiss Kiss mm. film clip, no one, she is amazingly, unbelievably smoking hot in that film clip. Mm. I feel like Fumka would have a lot of experience. Oh, look, yeah. Famke's good looking, yes, she'd be the one. Mm. I don't know, I... I I could dabble with a bit of Holly. I reckon you could, if she played her cards right. Look, if you know, she could go on the list. Yeah, you know, with just chest with Chastain. Holly, who, yeah. who up, up, up there with Chastain? No, no, no. Could go on the list. Who, you know, m- we may or may not have sealed the deal because she's. Yeah, such we a good, still we, we actually don't know. She's such a good secret keeper. Right? <laughs> she's such a good secret keeper. You're on the hard drive. Let's see. M White. <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> uh, Who's uh who's four inch Goldie? Uh, uh, don't worry about him. He was nothing to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, one degree of Kurt Russell. Nothing. I didn't even check. There's no one. What about There's Xander? He must have no, been. No, I looked and I went deep into Xander's uh, biography. Nothing. No, no I, I I had nothing on that. There's no one. No. There's nothing I could get close. No. No one. Mm, Not there one is degree. No one. All right then. Listen to this. Um. G-Man, you want to take us away? I sure do. All right, I've got I've got one for you. Maybe you should ask the listeners this. I don't have to put it out there. What's the body count in this movie? I know this one. Oh, you know this. Yep. Damon, what do you reckon? I know the total body count, okay. and I know Brian's body count. Okay, there you go. Oh, okay. Uh, Brian's body count. I reckon 50, maybe? Not quite. It was 35. That's pretty His good. His body count. It's 38 in the, in the overall movie. Okay. But he takes out 35. So are we, there's a I couple reckon of, that's low. There's a couple the, of assumptions. Well, not bad for what nine about and a half's the, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Utes, the guys in the in the um the the sort of oh in um, the in the mo- in, in the, the Hilux type things yeah. they get, get taken out by the tractor and that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there's only one in that car. I reckon there was, no. I thought no, there's there only like, one in that car. He's the, he's the baddie. He's, he's the, the baddie. baddie. I thought there might have been a couple in there with him. Yeah, radio. No, he was the one in there. But you assume he dies. You assume the guy that gets electrocuted dies. You assume the guy yes. that goes overboard of the boat dies. Yeah. There was about five or six on the boat, seven on the boat maybe. There was a, quite a few that just copped a bit of a Hassan chop and then they were gone. So you assume they're dead like that's a legal yeah. move. Odd yep. job. It, it is a legal job. That's an yeah. odd job to the throat yeah. and they're gone. Yeah. They're out. Buck Rogers, Gil Gerard. Yeah, good Gil Gerard. Karate. 
Uh, Damo, you got anything to listen to this? Not heaps, but um, obviously, and we t- talked about Liam did think it was going to go straight to DVD, but he, he loved the opportunity to go and work in Paris for four months, learn martial arts. So he thought that was a really cool opportunity thing for him to do. But this movie had a recorded effect on the tourism decline in Paris. Um, the French Tourism Board had to make a uh, campaign to discuss the movie. Liam later said in an interview too that he regretted the impact of the movie on tourism in Paris. Because I would say for any parents, well, do not show this movie to a parent whose teenage child is planning on going overseas. Like, yeah. don't show yeah. it because it's it will, but it did have a negative impact on um, French tourism. Well, apparently Liam Neeson got contacted by quite a lot of parents thanking him for making the movie. Okay, for highlighting this issue. For highlighting the dangers, right? And he had to go out of his way to to say, no, no, no. He says highly exaggerated. But um, Vampy Jensen actually, after this, she was inspired to become an activist against corruption. So she then started serving as a goodwill ambassador for the United Nations right. for drugs and crime because this yeah. this whole storyline opened got her, her eyes and got her to go. Yeah. Wow, I need to I need to do something about this. It, it is horrible because oh, it's, it's, it's it's a brutal. It, story it's happening line. now, and like obviously the thing that we probably didn't put in ugly was this human trafficking thing. Mm. It is oh, it's horrendous. just the worst. And when I think about like Maddie McCann and these these yeah. kids that go missing, and I always think about them. It's like this is just brutal. The worst thing that can possibly yeah. happen. Yep. No, it's it's horrendous. So. The curved knife used in the final scene, the karambit, has been used in another movie that we have covered, Damo, you and I. Well, I know that it is used in the martial art Pensac Salat. The Raid. Yep. Oh. So I did have a chuckle um, yeah. looking at that. I go, no, we've seen this weapon before. <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it says it because it's got the finger holes yeah, when the, the handle makes curve. it very difficult to disarm. How do you get out of someone's hand? Yeah. Like, and he goes, oh, you would have been oh, oh, you would have learned it. There's some very special techniques for that, but it's not easy to master. Let me tell you, like you yeah. know. No, finger holes, finger holes are what very you difficult do? to master. <laughs> I'd be doing the uh, ancient. Um, <laughs> There's a couple different sort of variations of the finger holes. You can do that, yeah, right, yeah. No, but look, you do the um, the old Chinese burn on the arm, oh, yeah, and it falls out. Or you just what you do is you shoot a guy and he's fucking. Oh, you head. could do that. You could do the old right. uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I just pull out yeah. the gun, and that's what Brian did. Yep. Yeah. So he looked like he was maybe about to like surrender the big fella Jabba. He what? He said, "Can no, we he said, go? Yeah, can we? Yeah, yeah. he got to. Yeah, oh, yeah. big head. Yeah. I'll join him. Yeah, big head, big head. <laughs> Adam <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> he had a, You know, I was thinking about a big. You know, remember that? You know that Chinese weather balloon that flew over the USA. Oh, yeah, everyone thought no, it was. Shot that down. Do you know where they put that weather balloon? I'm just thinking of this guy's head and that balloon. But you know where they took that weather balloon after they shot it down? Where? Quantico. Well, of course. Clarice Starling. She'd be pulling it to pieces. <laughs> she would be. Yeah. She would be. Okay, anyone else got anything for listen to this? Yeah, look, I've got one. Okay, go for it. I've got one. Oh, yeah. I did a bit of deep <laughs> research. So, <laughs> Liam, oh, Brian Mills, after after this, I mean, after his family's been taken, he, he wanted a quiet life. So, he actually went back and started to do some social work. He set up business with Chandler Jarrell. And, uh, uh, Chandler Jarrell? Yeah. Chandler. Chandler Jarrell. Chandler Jarrell. The yeah, name rings the a bell. Child. The Golden Child, yeah. From the Golden oh. Child. Yeah, they set up business, became a social worker, and, you know, started hunting Hare Krishna <laughs> midgets <laughs> hiding in the trees. That's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, they got a business together. Oh, Bloody hell. Oh, so, yeah. hang on. So, it was Chandler... Fucking berets was, and Hare Krishna was midgets. Cha- was Chandler Barrel... Was that... Um, that was Eddie Murphy. Eddie. That was yeah. Eddie Murphy. Chandler Yarrell. Oh, he was Yarrell. too. Yarrell. Right. Yeah. Yarrell. So that team, that's the collab that we didn't yeah. think we needed. Well, mate, he's got a particular set of skills. He does. He does, yeah. You can find kids hiding in trees. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But pie. <laughs> it's 
the sequel to Butt Cake. Hey, Bird. Chunky asses. <laughs> well, when you said hey, Gerald, Gerald, hey, Gerald. I thought you were going back on the Joffy Jafar again. Mm. No, no. What are the Jays? That was last week's nugget. Oh, no. Uh, okay, quotables. Uh, do we need someone to recite? Oh, you'll have to do it. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a demo. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't have okay. it written in front I don't of know me. who you are. Yeah. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have any money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Dracanua. Good luck. Yep. I said it because in Family Guy, when they do that one, <laughs> the end, the, the guy says, Draka Noir. <laughs> How good for Family Guy, seriously? I've got uh, a p- really bad set of skills, and, you know, I oh scream and panic and do this. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I did like that. I also liked, you, know, you don't remember me, do you? Oh, that was awesome. That's, that's awesome. That, oh, I, I had that down as one of mine. Just yeah. that, and that, and the fact, and the one when. When Liam first, when she's sort of having the conversation on the phone, he just said really calmly, they're going to take you. Right? Yes. There was yeah. no yes. sugarcoating. Yes. There was no, oh, you're going to be okay. Yes. No. You're going to be taken. They're going to take you. And it's like, what? Okay, shit, radio. And this is what I want you to do. Yeah, so I, I like the fact that he basically just came out and said it calmly. Don't you love that he's got a suitcase ready to go in the lounge room? Oh, like he just scoops it out after recording. It was awesome. Yes, he was ready. But yeah, the other one I had was, you know, wake up. We got, went through that. Wake up, I need you to be focused because then he stabs him through the knees with the with the metal rods. But the other one was after he leaves him when he says, I don't know. And he goes, I believe you. But it's not going to save you. And then he <laughs> yes. just flicks the switch and walks out. Yep. Yep. That was very good. I know. And he told the story about how they used to outsource the... Yeah. Uh, third world. The third world, the power didn't... Not reliable. Wasn't reliable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very, very good. Very, very good. Okay, I've got uh, I've got one more, and we've already mentioned it, but it's the it's another bit of a monologue. This is what happens when you sit behind a desk. You forget things, mm. like the weight of a handgun that's yep. loaded and one that's not. Yep. And then he shoots her and said, it's a flesh wound, but if you don't get me what I need, the last thing you'll see before I make your children orphans is the bullet I put between her eyes. It's like, fuck, man. It was ruthless. Fuck, he, it, Look, he... he Mate, no matter what it was going to take, he was going to get his daughter back. Yeah, he knew he was mixed. Up. He said, "I hope you're not." I said, "I don't know how how deep you're in with this," but he knew. Oh, he knew. He, knew he, he admitted in. it in the end. He goes, "I don't care where I get my shortfall from." But God, like, surely you got to be a bad dude, right? You got to be a bad dude to be a copper and be mixed up in sex trafficking, right? Yes, I think that's about it. Anyone else got anything else? No, that's it. Okay, perfect. Now we'll slide into. Film school for F-wits. And tonight is a... I've been mocked about my choice of titles for tonight's <laughs> film school for F-wits. It's hard to do everything, right? It's hard yeah, to, to produce. It's hard to edit. It's hard to manage. Yep. It's hard to do everything. So, you know, occasionally I, a little pat on the back and say, you're doing all right, Matt. You're no, doing a great straight. job. You, you actually are doing Thank a great you. job, Thank mate. You, Thank um, you, coordinating Thank everything, you, getting people in. Thank you, David. I needed, um, I needed that. Morgs yeah. isn't here, though, so I don't know what you've done there. But, yeah, you know. I don't know either. Uh, <laughs> He'll be back. Yeah, he will be back. Okay, so today's 
film school for F-wits is movies with one-word titles. And I've got five films with one-word titles that are grouse. Number one, Fargo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Minnesota car salesman Jerry Lundegaard's inept crime falls apart due to his henchmen's bungling and persistent police work of the quite pregnant Marge Gunderson. 1996 released, Coen Brothers film. It is incredible. Wern H. Macy and Francis McDormand are unbelievably Steve good. Buscemi. In this Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi is incredible awesome in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's the, it's the bit parts. It's when she meets. The, it's when it's she the meets, husband. When she comes home to her yeah, husband, the husband, and also husband. and also the guy that she has dinner with, <laughs> the Chinese oh, yeah, guy. The Chinese guy, yeah. That, that she has dinner with is so lonely. I'm so lonely, Marge. The really, so and then lonely. he just jumps around the yeah. table and puts his arm yeah, around. And her. she's like nine months pregnant. Yeah, and it's like, come yeah, there's on, some really mate. awkward scenes. <laughs> what about when William H Macy just leaves the cops in his office? Oh God, and just, just drives, drives off. <laughs> Off. And then the wood chipper scene, like it's yeah. just oh, that's brutal, iconic film. Damo, you're looking here. How many times have you seen Fargo? Once. There we go. But I, I watched the the, the, the first, TV show? The, but the first series. Yeah, that is, I love it with Billy Bob Thornton yep. and um, Martin Freeman. Yep, I love that. It's, that is in my probably top five TV shows. Yep, that that first, that first is very the first season. Yeah, it's very reflective of the movie. Yeah, like it is. very similar. The, the the others are good, but they they're a little different to that. But that show. one sort of yeah. goes right, harks right back to. Yeah. The same, the same sort of characters. I, I couldn't wait each week for when that came on SBS, I, when it came yeah. out. And it was like, i got to watch Fargo tonight. i got to watch Fargo yeah. tonight. And I waited each week to watch it, and it was so good. Yeah, it's a good show. No doubt, no doubt. Okay, number two, Unforgiven. Clint Eastwood, yeah. 1992, Western. Really responsible for bringing the Western back, yeah. I think. It had been a long-lost art. Maybe only Young Guns and Silverado, Silverado, Young Guns, Young Guns yeah. too, really. But this one won the Best Picture. the The three leads in this movie are incredible. Clint Eastwood is standard Eastwood, but Gene Hackman, Gene Hackman is just amazing as the sheriff. Gene Hackman is one of those actors that doesn't oh. make a bad movie. He's such a good. He was always one of my favorite actors growing up. He's so good in Unforgiven. Mate, him as Little Bill is just yeah. it's one of his greatest roles. Yeah. But like what a like what a cast though. You got Clint Eastwood, Gene Hackman, Morgan Freeman, Richard Harris. Wow. Yeah. Right? Four of the best actors that have ever yeah. lived, right? And it's so it's so methodical. The plot is just so perfectly executed and him then having to get back on the drink to avenge not only the women or the woman but, but Morgan Freeman is just in far out. Love yeah, it. It won it's Academy Awards. One best picture. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Just classic Western Clint. Oh, right, mate. he just is so good. Very, very good. Very, very good. Okay, number three. We're going back in time, going back in the time machine, 1960. Psycho. Mm. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock's masterpiece. The first, you know, the first real serial killer movie, really. Yeah. Um, Based, based, loosely based on Ed Gein, the the, the serial killer in the States. Uh, The book that, if you, everyone would know the history of Psycho, that Hitchcock essentially bought every copy of the book so that it couldn't be. Oh, so people had to go and see the movie. People had to go and see the movie. So Hitchcock oh essentially God. bought every copy of the book so that there was already a massive, like, 
wave of like, what's happening with this movie? This movie's just next level. No, nothing like it had been done before. No. Obviously, uh, secretary embezzles $40,000 from a boss. She's on the run. She checks into the wrong hotel. And she, he, she meets Norman Bates and his mother. Yep. Who are the same yep. person. Yep. And that's the last she sees. Uh, iconic. Well, even even that scene in the shower, like it's just it's it's just the way it's set up. I mean, it's it's not scary by yeah. today's standards, but but the but it is by the by then yeah by, by the back tenseness then. that they bring into it and the drama and, and the noise, the, the, score. the anticipation. Yeah, the yeah, score. yeah, it just uh, it just is so. I watched that a little while ago, like a couple of years ago. It was such oh, a good movie to watch. Brilliant, but it's I think so good. Uh, I don't know if there would have been too many shower scenes back then, and I don't think mm. there's no, too many there wouldn't full have been. on knives, blood. But that uh, as that score is. As iconic as Jaws or st- that is yeah. unbelievable. But yeah. that's the thing with it. Like, th- there's the knife. You see the knife slashing, but you don't see it cutting or anything. Then there's, no. there's blood in the yeah, shower, yeah. but it's, it's just the illusion of it all. Right? It would have shocked the crap out yeah, of the yeah. audience. In people the 60s. were people were like passing out. People were vomiting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just in- incredible. Great movie to watch. Actually, is yeah. uh, Anthony Hopkins' Hitchcock, which is essentially the making of Psycho. Uh, incredible. Obviously. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis's mum, Janet Lee, gets murdered within the first thirty minutes of the movie, which had never happened before. Happens a bit now, where the lead actress can get knocked off pretty early. But cracking movie, one that uh, one you, that if you've not seen, it has to be seen. Have you seen the birds? Yeah, Tippi oh, Hedren. Yeah, man, that was when I, I watched yeah. it as a kid. I remember just being so as a kid, scared I of yeah. those birds. I, 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 like, went, I went through a real a real Hitchcock phase yeah. as a young man, like as a, as like a teenager. Yeah. Where I discovered, you discover Psycho, then you do The Birds, and then you do, you, know, you start going through Vertigo, and you yeah. do mm. Rear Window. And Rear then, Window, yeah. But I think the my favourite Hitchcock is North by Northwest, which oh, is nice. fucking incredible. Still today. Except he calls his mum Mumsy, or Mummy, mm. and he's a grown man, and you just want to slap him. But yeah. I remember Quality he used movie. to do that TV show that was at um, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, yep. and they were all those sort of different short scenarios, and that was such a good yeah. show. I mean, watch it as a kid. It just sort the of way a precursor to the Twilight Zone, it really yeah, was. Yeah, kind yep. of that kind of thing. Yep. Short stories that had twists in them. Yep, yep. Oh, he's a master, absolute master. Love the blonde. Old Alfred, love the blonde. Each. Okay, number four, 1988's Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetlegeist. And I thought we'd mention this because Beetlejuice 2 has just been greenlit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to okay. be doing a sequel. They're going to bring back Michael Keaton. Gina? Uh, no, uh, Baldwin and Gina aren't coming back. Okay. Which is uh, probably not a bad thing because uh, obviously Baldwin, Baldwin is... probably shoot someone. <laughs> well, <laughs> he just might. He just might. He just... No weapons on uh, on set. It's, uh, they've been banned. Right. But uh, a great, a funny, funny movie. I, I introduced this to Belle a couple of years ago. She loved it. Obviously, the, the spirits of a deceased couple... Harassed by an uh, unbearable family, which are hilarious. Winona Ryder plays the daughter, yep. who then essentially evokes Beetlejuice. She's a bit of a Wednesday Adams. She's a Wednesday. She's a Wednesday. She's exactly like Wednesday yeah. Adams. And you know what's funny is that Wednesday Adams, uh, Jenna Ortega from the new Wednesday show, yep. is cast in Beetlejuice too. Oh, is she? Yeah. Right, yeah. she'd be perfect in it. Very good. She's great. That Wednesday, that's that's a really good show. I loved it. Really enjoyed. I really it. liked it too. I really liked Jenna Ortega. Yeah, I liked she, her face. She's so small. She's a midget. Yeah. She is so small. But she didn't blink and her yeah, eyes are excellent. just spectacular yeah. and her face, just yeah. shape is yeah. just really cool. Yeah. No. She's, uh, do you want to, uh, this is a bit, yeah. each week you're finding someone to be obsessed by. Yeah. Right. It's probably her. Yeah. So I think today's. No, nah, it's Holly Valance this week. Yeah. I, Go I, and I, check out the Kiss Kiss film clip. It's okay, on. Okay, it's, it's Jenna. 
It's on Damo's home page of his phone. <laughs> He's got it on another screen here on the iPad. Yeah. 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 Anyway, okay, last one. 1986's Platoon. Yeah, God, that's a good movie. Is this the quintessential Vietnam film? There have been some great ones. Oliver Stone's almost autobiographical story. Charlie Sheen as Chris Taylor uh, finds himself caught in a battle between two sergeants, the good and the bad. Barn. Barnes and... Green Goblin. Oh, Elias. Barnes and Elias. Yeah, no, no, it's it's Barnes a, and Elias, yeah. yeah William Defoe, Barnes yeah. and Elias, and they... They take they it's sort of like you have to pick a side. Or well, you couldn't pick you, no. mate, who'd be on Barnes' side with bloody Dylan and yeah. uh, Bunny Dylan, or Bunny. whatever. Yeah. Bunny. I couldn't stand them. I know and that's why I just I just hated them. Yeah. I just they were bad, right? I they? found it a bit too disturbing this movie. Yeah. I didn't really enjoy it that yeah. much because of the fact that they were such dickheads. Well, oh, I remember they were bad. I felt well, sorry they tried for the Vietnamese when he, kid. When he caught them. What what about they all fought together in the like we're in there in the in the dugout. Yeah. Or in the in the room and he came in and caught them like he was just so scary. Yeah. yeah. So scary. A, a prick. No, he's a bad guy. Mm. Bad guy. I, I love this movie. I think it's a great movie. Yeah. It's, it's hard watch. It is hard It's a hard watch. It's watch. too hard. But, you know, just a great, great film. So, look, there's five single word title films that are grouse. Yep. Yeah, I mean, look, how many here? Goodfellas. Oh, there's heaps. There's that, tons. I of sort of yeah. stuck away from misery. stuff that we've is done. Is Goodfellas yeah, yeah. two or one? That's one word. That's one. One it is word. one. Yeah. yeah. One okay. The well, they cheat, don't they, with the spelling? They do a bit. But look, yeah. As you said before, Rocky, Jaws, there's heaps of them. It's movie master. There is. There's one you missed. Seven. Oh, this will be good. No. No, there's one you missed, and it should have been on the list. I don't know why you didn't put it up there. Porkies. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's got everything. It's got action. Oh, your your affinity with Porkies <laughs> goes so deep, doesn't it? It's just. It's not actually that good a movie, is it? Like. It's, I mean, it's... No, it's b- not. Back it's in the day, you go, oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's absolutely... It was the one. Like, yeah. if, if you were, like, nine With, and you got to see Porky's, yeah. you were, like, the king. What was like, it, well, the girl, was the, the nickname, was it Lassie? What was her nickname? Yeah, um, awesome. yeah Kim Cattrall. Yeah, yeah, Kim yeah Cattrall. she used to go up and howl. And yeah. <laughs> oh, she's a great sort. <laughs> I, I remember, like, there's obviously some bad, like, you know, some bad things in those movies. But um, I just remember laughing. There's some scenes in that movie where you just doubled over in laughter yes. as a kid just crying at it. It's yeah. so funny. Yep. Yeah. I know. Very good. Okay, well done. Wow, we've got a very special event happening right now. For his first kick-ass credit song, Damo Giles is on the mic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I, um, I figured I might sort of, you know, like as I said, I, I'm trying to be like Gunther in Friends, and yep. I think he's got a few more lines. So I figured I might have to do a, um, my a bit of my contribution to the Kickass credit songs. Well, it's it's funny because you were very quick, very early in the week, said I'll do the song. Yep. Which it's usually we wait till the last day and go shit, who's doing the song? Yeah. Uh, I know who's doing the song. I just sort of throw it out and go, who's doing the song? See whether yep. someone goes, well, oh, no, no, I got it. Th- the question normally is who hasn't done the song. Yes. As in, like, no one's done it, so someone's got to quickly figure it out. Yeah. 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 And I've been immuned. For yeah, you've, you've, been, you've had, dipl- like, you've, yeah. you've had, uh, you've had uh, diplomatic immunity. Yeah, I know. But now... It's just, been, just been revoked. <laughs> it has. <laughs> well done, girl. After the hat trick well, or the turkey yeah. of Born to Watch, uh, you it's been revoked. are now officially diplomatic a Born to Watch immunity. team member. Oh, then I can, get, your first I can get my own soap in the showers. Yeah. You will. 
First kick-ass credit song, Damo Giles, take it away. Take it away. This might take a few takes. I don't know. They usually Mate. do to start with. <laughs> yeah, I just some some of the early ones we did, twenty five minutes. I know. I'm going to twenty five minutes for laughter. the first three or four. I'm just going to keep my head down at my no, uh, one one tip. I need you know, tips. Yeah, from an old pro. Yeah. Don't look at Whitey. Yes, I know. Don't look at <laughs> yes, Whitey because he can't he can't keep his face straight. That's going to be yeah. That's the problem. So I'm, I'm ready. Down. Okay, so this is called PSOS times eight. Okay, I like it so far. It's a good start, isn't it? All right. His daughter wants to go on a holiday. I know the world, sweetie, and it's not okay. A spider at the airport shares a cab with them. Mr. Smooth Talk, they tell him everything. She's on the phone with Dad when the men come in. She sees a man being taken, things are looking grim. Keep the phone on and hide under the bed. She's dragged away, and this is what he said. Particular set of skills, I don't know who you are. Particular set of skills, this ain't au revoir. Particular set of skills, I will find you, maggot. Particular set of skills, you can't hide behind a baguette. Particular set of skills, sacre bleu. Particular set of skills, I'm a killer connoisseur. Particular set of skills, what say you, Albanian cuck? Particular set of skills... Good luck. Oh, that's a cracker. There you go, mate. For a first crack, that was awesome. That was fucking good. Yeah, that yeah. tune's going to be in my head all night. Well, I, of skills. Yeah, I think you know when Jimmy Fallon cuts to an ad and they they play it out. Oh, yeah, I think we we can you know finish the episode with just that little that. The chorus at the okay. end. I think you guys will be able to do it, and I'll just do the bits that you don't know. Okay, yeah, for sure. Because the PSOS OS times eight is because you say that eight times. Eight times, eight times right? Yeah. I love it. Okay, yeah. maybe we should just be singing the chorus. Particular set of skills. Well, that's what we'll do. That's what we'll, we'll do. do. Particular and set of skills. And that's how we'll go, like Jimmy Fallon style. Let's take it out. I, I thought we were doing the uh, the laugh. The, ending. All the everyone laughs ending. Everyone laughs. Or we could well, whichever one. We've got we too many do. options. <laughs> so <laughs> much room for activities. <laughs> This is uh, how we do it. <laughs> da, 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 yeah. da, da, da. Okay, star of the show, and we can't pick Damo and PSOS times eight. Times eight. Uh, okay, excellent. G-Man, star of the show. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Loved him in this role. I know it reinvented him, but he, he is just, to me, just does so well as this brooding bad guy, you know, that's just willing to go to any length to get his daughter back. Um, and, you know, and there's been a whole heap of movies after this that he's gone into that he's been able to, to bounce this off. So, yeah, I, I really enjoy that. He, he's very believable and and great role in the action. You know, very good in the action scenes. Really enjoy his, totally his, uh, his performance. Damo? Yeah, well, I, I'm with Gal. Well, as they say in the uh, Key and Peele valet skit, Liam Neeson's, man. Liam Neeson's. So, <laughs> yeah. Liam Neeson's. Yep. He is the uh, number one. I don't know if you've seen the Kim Peel skit. And then he likes Bruce Willie. Oh, no, I haven't. But I just think of the other one when he's the roll call. Oh, yeah, same thing. A-A-Ron and a Ron. Very good. Yeah. Okay, it's three from three. I'm going with Big Liam. Liam Not only does he uh, pack a punch, but he's packing something else mm. underneath the slacks. Oh, so is he? Big Liam. Oh, yeah, Big Liam. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Big Liam. Big Willem. Yeah. Big Willem. Sergeant Elias. Okay. Yeah. Madonna. Madonna confirmed. Yeah, well, so that that's, should have been listen to this. It should have been. Well, you know, everyone knows, apart from you, Damo. Yeah. You're pretending you don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's a three from three. Look, Taken, yeah. I, me- I just remember, I distinctly remember 2008. This movie just blew me away. I loved it. I still, I actually really enjoyed this, even though it may sound like we've taken the piss out of this movie a lot. I actually still really enjoyed watching yep. this for this time around. As I said, the first 28 minutes, you can 
put the big uh, mill house on that and cut it. But the next hour and five makes up for that 28 minutes very, very comfortably. So here it is, the rank bank for Taken. Got a few options here. Happy to, to hear you out. Um, we've got bitch ex-wives. We've True. Got shots in the back. Yep. We've got certified pures. We've got electrocutions. We've got vengeful fathers. We've got 25-year-old, 17-year-olds. <laughs> and we've got particular set of skills. Oh, <laughs> come on. I reckon it should just be set of skills. Set of skills? Set of skills. Okay. Sets of skills. Is that, okay. that or future plural, social particular workers? Particular sets of skills. <laughs> future social workers. Yeah. Chandler Yarrells. It has to be sets of skills. Here. Yeah, okay. set, set of skills. Okay, so we're going to start with Damo here. How many sets of skills are you going to give Taken? Um, I do love this movie. It's um, really enjoyable. As I said, so once that that first kidnapping or takes place, the movie just ramps up and it's just unreal from then on. And amazingly satisfying payoffs and kills. And, and I love it. Yeah, so 3.75 sets of skills. 3.75 sets of skills. The G-Man. Yeah, I'm really close with you, Damo. I'm I'm three point seven five. Okay, what? I was between that and four. Did you copy yeah, I, I tell you yeah. what, you guys are sort of maybe sucking each other's <laughs> wings. No, look, it's a really good action. What happens movie. in the showers after yeah. the shows stays in the showers. <laughs> after pri- the shows, private showers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I right, look, yeah, it's a great action flick. You can throw this on at any time because you know you're just going to hold it of action. It, it's quick, ninety minutes. Yeah, it's an easy rewatch. Easy yeah, rewatch. Absolutely. Well done, I. And with you boys, I really love this movie, but I'm going four yep. sets of skills. I think it's an eight out of ten movie. Yep. I could probably give it more if it wasn't for the first twenty eight minutes, but that that's the down just the cringe. It is. It's it's a it's a reverse morgues on first blood where he didn't like the third act and, and I think the first yeah. act is if you can stick with the first act, God, there's a payoff. It's like one of the kills. It's like the blanket brothel. Hang on. Well, we're in France. Let's say it's the denouement. It, it is a brilliant day. Yeah. Everything gets finalised. The yeah. the people get, you know, it just gets resolved. If, if you could have this movie sans the first 28 minutes. Now, sans is the uh, French word for without. Yeah, that's isn't right. It? Yeah, that's Someone right. Someone told yeah. us that, yeah. yeah. So, so sans the first 28 minutes, this movie is almost perfection. With it, four sets of skills. Okay, G-Man, <laughs> where does uh, that put taken in the okay. rank bank? This, gives, this comes in at... 3.83 sets of skills puts it into 28 spot now that is one spot below commando at 3.94 wow. and just above there's something about mary at 3.68 hmm. franks and beans <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. so yeah look that's good that's a good score for it i think i think so I sitting think below commando yep which is about right not as uh, iconic, probably, as Commando. But no, not as I, iconic. I, yeah. I, I'd go taken over Commando, but... Um, oh, don't say that. Sloan will be breathing down my neck now. He's yeah. going to throw away <laughs> an, an axe. No, look, he, he's a fan of both of these movies. Yeah. Yes, so he's a huge fan. Lo- as Sloan, Sloan mentioned tonight, couldn't wait for this one. 60 times. 60 times, yeah, I saw he? that. Yeah. He's, he's overs. Big so, time, big overs. yeah, that'd be interesting to see his thoughts on, on where that sits. Yep, absolutely. I think that I think that's fair. Three point. Eight three, yep. Sets of 3. skills. Three point eight three sets of skills. Yeah, that's that's good. It's in the, it's in the number, top half. Number twenty eight. Yep. Out of fifty three. Very nice. 
Very, very nice. Okay. If you loved Taken, what are you going to love? Damo, take it away. I've gone for a movie and I it, I just had this sort of thought in my head and I couldn't work out what it was called. And I, was, and I remember Robert Carlyle was in it. And it was, a, it was like a TV movie, but I think we had it at, our, at the video shop. It was called Human Trafficking with Mira Silvino, Donald Sutherland, Robert Carlyle. It was a, such a good movie and it, it was a horrible movie, but it, it, you know, it, it came together really nicely at the end, but it was called Human Trafficking okay. and it was a freaking good show. I really loved it. Good play. G-Man, what do you got? Oh, look, I was thinking something of the, um, the Transporter. Oh yeah, it's Jason Statham. Statham. So yeah. it's, look, it's a little bit like that. He's you know, there's a bit of action. It's it's a, it's a highly active movie. Uh, to me, that's sort of similar. I really liked the, I really like Transporter. I haven't seen all of the series, but I really like the original one. But to me, that's sort of a very similar similar take. Yep, yep. Okay, I'm going with the Denzel Washington. I thought vehicle. someone would. Mm. Yeah, the Equalizer. The that equalizer. is such a good movie. And one they're and both, two, they're both, both of them good are great. Movies, and there's yeah. actually a third one which is being made at the moment. He's so good in this role. And they are, he is so understated. Yeah. Like he is the opposite of Brian Mills. He sort of is a bit, right? He's, yeah. He is so good. And he's, you know, he's hero meticulous with a heart of gold. And I love, it. I love that he uses his watch. Yeah, times things. Times things. Yeah. Uh, he's so dark. And, and, and I'm not a huge Antoine Fuqua guy who's the director. He did Training Day as well. It's not a huge him. Mate. But the two. Equalizer films are, are great. Oh, they're unreal. They are great. I, I think movies. the second one I was nowhere near as um, didn't enjoy it as much as the first one. The first one is excellent. But well, and the first one relates to this really nicely yes. with, the, yeah. with the girls with the and girl, the prostitution, yeah. Yeah. and he's helping them. And but the, but the second one, the reason for that yeah. to me too is it's a bit flatter because it's the same thing. Like the first one, you don't know that character. Yeah. Then you do. So they're very true to the character in the second one. But it is. Yeah. yeah he's the same. It's the same thing. Yeah. Another one like that is Jack Reacher. Oh, you that's know, Tom a great Jack movie. Richard, yeah. It's similar too, Pop where show. he's understated. He understands his own Kicks abilities. We've talked about the TV show. You've watched the, the TV, TV show. Yeah. Unreal. The TV show yeah. is unreal. TV show is amazing. Yeah, as is every book. I've, look, I've got. I've, I've, I've got been, a book now. Oh. Don't you have Lee Child tattooed on your anus? <laughs> have you read all Somewhere. those Jack Reacher books? Uh, yeah, well, every I was single thinking one. Maybe it's one. I, I was thinking I should start reading those. They're, yeah, start yeah. start go back to the very beginning, yeah. and they are great. Like I've got one at the moment ready for our trip away. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice. to read. So you've got uh, Lee Child tattooed somewhere on your body part, <laughs> on your body, but then it's sometimes it says Lee Thomasus Jefferson Smith <laughs> oh, Child. Well, I thought it if, said... If the wind blows the right way. Leo Child. Is it next to your Matt Child one? <laughs> oh, dear Lee. Dear oh, Lee. Man. Okay. Look. <laughs> Another... Great episode. I actually really enjoyed talking uh, Taken with you boys. Sits well on the rank bank, uh, and it, it's going to be a movie that will definitely be revisited again uh, many times. A lot of fun. I think Damo might get up to maybe double digits by the time he's 90. On this yeah, one. maybe. Yep, Maybe, maybe. Okay, look, we've got a big announcement. It's a big one. Next week is our first birthday of Born to Watch. Ooh. One year ago... On the 25th of May, 2022, Gow and I went to the premiere screening of Top Gun Maverick and raced back here in a dead silent car to not mention anything about the movie. To not talk at all about the movie. And the production team completely fucked it up and we had to come back the next day and redo it. And I'll tell you what was interesting about it. We we chose not to talk about the movie so that we could... 
<laughs> then do a podcast where we couldn't really talk about the movie because no one else had seen it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that was a very difficult start. That was a very difficult start. To try and talk about something that we couldn't give anything away. But from humble beginnings come where we are today. We, we've been in the Nigerian Apple podcast charts. We've been in the New Zealand Whoa. Apple podcast charts. This, this week we cracked the Great Britain podcast charts for six hours. Nice. For six, for six okay. hours. Yeah. So, look, from humble beginnings, you know, yeah, we are where we are now. Well, if from you, little things, big things grow. That's oh, it. Oh, there you go. That's it. So, next week is our first birthday. And uh, is this calling for the Billy Brew? <laughs> oh, Billy, 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 Billy. Okay, so we have <laughs> saved a movie especially for this. I had earmarked this movie early on, probably in the – conception phase of Born to Watch that this would be a big one for us and when we first started we were very careful not to pick certain movies because we wanted to do them justice to when we got just a little bit better I'm still not sure whether we're ready for this one I'm not sure but it's 1986's Kurt Russell vehicle Big Trouble in Little China Big Trouble in Little Little China. China This is a movie that is so close to my heart and I cannot wait to dissect it. I must I, I've seen this movie a lot. A <laughs> lot. A lot. A lot. Damo will be joining us and we think we may be able to get the Dan on the land out of hiding. Yep. We've left we've left a breadcrumb. We've left breadcrumbs. <laughs> and we're hoping he finds his way back to the studio. We maybe should have left a can. Can of what? One of, his, one of his sponsors. <laughs> one of his sponsors' beers. Yes, well, um, for him. But yeah, look. Hopefully, we'll get him back for the uh, for the big show. Hopefully, he'll be back. And I'll tell you what, the uh, the Stan Bush Kickass song is already. You've already written it's it in the works. No, well, it's 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 in the works. Yeah, you know, talking with Quincy Jones, like we're doing a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good, but look, you know, a little spoiler. We might be going back to the well. Oh, I'm sure it's got something to do with the mullet. <laughs> It's got well, a... Well, that's your trademark. <laughs> you you know. got a mullet because you're Burton. <laughs> don't, don't sing all the of it. The check's in the mail. Because <laughs> you're hurting. I was going to say. Because <laughs> the wing are hurting. You could write the song right now, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it won't go. take long. That's how quickly it comes to us, people. It, it's, it's, it's quite an art form. But look, thank you, Damo, for joining us again. Yep. Third in a row. Yep. Patrick. Piece of furniture now. G-Man. Well done as always. Until next week, we've got a particular set of skills. I don't know who you are. Particular set of skills. This ain't our revoir. Particular set of skills. I will find you, maggot. Particular set of skills. You can't hide behind a baguette. Particular set of skills. Sack with blood. Particular set of skills. I'm a killer connoisseur. Particular set of skills. What say you, Albanian cook? Particular set of skills. Good luck. Yeah. See you, everybody. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Born to Watch. To join us on our journey into some of our favourite movies of all time, you can find us on all good podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star review and share with your friends.